Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. I used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I'm gonna me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. Y'all used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I'm gonna me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. What up, what up? We back. The back outside, boys. C. Diddy. They know who I am at this point, man. <laughs> Daniel's here. I am here. Second okay. camera. Dan Dan was ghost uh, producing the show last couple weeks, but he's back. Yeah. Sometimes you got to uh, get a get get ahead to get ahead, I guess. I don't fucking know. I thought I was about to say some profound shit. Fucked it up. It sounded like it was about to be epic. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked it up. Yeah, when you think you're about to drop some knowledge and you just fall apart. <laughs> What yeah. kind of heart said? He's like, they gave me the bullhorn. was like, I said a whole bunch of nothing. They have that word salad. Like, said, all right, y'all know what time it is. <laughs> Got to show them what time it is and what time they thought it was going to be. It's not that time that it is right now. <laughs> Stupid as shit. Uh, we, uh, it's been an interesting uh, couple of days, man. Every single time we think like, oh, we got to do a show. What we going to talk about? Ain't nothing to talk about. The world just drops content in our lap you know what i mean i hate everybody um it's been a it's been a lot going on man um you know drake in 21 dropped that album we're gonna we're gonna review the shit out of this album today but it just kind of starting off uh they dropped this album it's 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 a great project uh but on the flip side so that's the good times on the bad times right now black males are getting their asses handed to them in the media on a lot of different levels. Some justified, some unjustified. Wait, 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 wait. Before we do any of that, can we talk about the live show? Oh, for sure, for sure. Because we never do that at the beginning. Of well, the- I was just going to precursor it. I wasn't getting all the way. I mean, but before that. Even before that. They, were they here? We know they're here for the first five, ten minutes. All right, before they, you know. Let's do that. Before they light the gas up and fall asleep. Yeah, you know, <laughs> take that, that perk 90 and, <laughs> and be the fuck going. Uh, we got a live show coming up. Sunday. There are a lot of live shows coming up. Yes. Shout out to Sandbox. Shout out Sandbox. Shout out to The Office. Yes. They got a live show coming up. Theirs is Black Friday. When is Sandbox? Uh, Sandbox is the Saturday uh, after Black Friday. Black Saturday, if you will. Negro is Saturday. Yeah, the 26th. Oh, no, that's... that's No, Black Friday is the 25th. Oh, it's the next day. The next day. Oh, yeah, I yeah, it was yeah. The Saturday after, like the next Saturday. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's Saturdays. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's the twenty sixth. Uh, their John is uh, a daytime show, four p.m. to nine p.m. Um, I actually just got the info. Let me, let me get it right. Let me get it together. Sandbox Live. Uh, their official sponsor of the upcoming TRPE Live Show. Shout out to the Sandbox Network. Shout out to the North to South Podcast. Uh, Sandbox Live Saturday, November twenty sixth. 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. That's Thanksgiving weekend, Black Saturday, if you will. Uh, so after y'all go out there, get them motherfucking flat screens, uh, yeah, get them sketches. The Omarion. 55-inch Omarion, some yeah. sketches that y'all got for 88% off, whatever yeah. y'all get on Friday. Come see Sandbox Live the next day, man. A Nintendo um, GameCube for $10. <laughs> Stupid You shit. ain't gonna believe this. They got Wii's. $40. <laughs> you ain't gonna believe this shit. You know what I got from Black Friday? A virtual boy, nigga. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, yeah. Shout, shout out the Sandbox. Uh, shout out the Office. They got their show on Black Friday. Uh, shout out my man Nasty Nod, the Wolf. He got his show that night of the twenty sixth. Okay. Uh, he got his show that night at the Victorian. Um, and who else got a show coming up? Oh yeah, the other. I'm not mentioning other people got a show coming up. Okay. Fuck them. Got some beef, huh? Yeah, I mean, hey man, you know. <laughs> hey man. Hey, you know. Hey, you know how it go. But no, yeah, it, 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 I don't understand why all the Philly ain't at all these shows. You know what I'm saying? They always complain about not having vibes, not having... You, DJ Boogie got me saying vibes a lot. Yeah, he's the vibe king. Dog. It'd be like nothing. <laughs> Yo, bro, I'm about to stop at Sonic. You want some? You going to Sonic? Sonic is the vibe. Yeah, I'm supplying the vibes. <laughs> they supplying the vibes. <laughs> Anything is the vibes. But, uh... Yeah, man, people complain about it not being vibes and not being things to do, and it's like, we just gave you a whole bunch of shit to do. Yeah, there's a ton of stuff coming A whole up. ton of stuff to go, go go to, man. We got our live show, our sixth anniversary, January 22nd, at Noto. Mm-hmm. First time ever someone's having a podcast at Noto. Absolutely. Um, if this go right, it's the start of our residency. Don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. Don't come in there with your nonsense. <laughs> just come in, sit down, wave your hands when you feel yeah. the, the Lord hit your spirit, and get out of here. Noto security can be very aggressive. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> they will throw your ass out on your head. Um, we're doing it pretty big. We got 550 seats. Um, we literally at like 25% sold already. Already, yeah. Um, VIP tickets are almost gone. VIP tickets are pretty much gone. The uh, reserve seating is almost pretty much gone. Um, we, you know, the general admission Jones is $25, but you still got a good seat. You'll be able to, you know, get you some drinks. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to our official big sponsor for the show, Hennessy. Hennessy. Shout out to Clap Hennessy. Clap it up for Hennessy. We got Henny on board. We got complimentary drinks for the VIPs. VIPs. We got a whole drink package menu that they're putting together. We got a sponsored section from Hennessy. Mm-hmm. Gonna be a fun night. It's gonna be a vibe, man. We gonna we gonna we party. We gonna party on the fucking wheels of steel. Yes, we do. They do still say wheels of steel. No, okay, because it's that's not steel. It's a little fucking uh, Serato. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the wheels were still. <laughs> Yeah, but now they're using a plastic controller. Yeah, they're using a plastic controller now. Oh, the little joint. Yeah, the, the little, little small joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, damn, man. Fake ass <laughs> uh, it's All right, the ones and twos. Yeah, all the right, ones. We still say on the ones and twos. Show, yeah. We got DJ Boogie on the ones and twos supplying the vibes. Um, we got DTLR as an official sponsor. We got SMB. One Fam as, a, as an official sponsor. SLX Studio as an official sponsor. Mm-hmm. DJ MC Truck, uh, Global, Global yeah. as a sponsor. Sandbox is the sandbox is sponsored. One famous, it's, it's gonna be a lot. We're waiting on. to hear from a few more, you know. Yeah, what I'm saying? yeah, yeah. Waiting to hear from a few more. It's gonna be a lot going on that night. Um, doors open at six. We probably hit the stage uh, 7 30. We, we promised this time that 45 minutes an hour because we know y'all just want to party and we're lying. We are lying. Um, but yeah, man, it's our six year anniversary. Six years, clap that up, yeah. Uh, this past week we started our Throwback Thursday, and I didn't know you was going to go to number one. I went all the way back. I didn't know you was going to for, the, for at least for the first one. I, I got to do I the first one. I didn't know you was one. going to. The, I had no bullshit. I had if I'm, I'm if I'm being nice, forty different people hit me like, "Yo, when y'all play the first, because you know a lot of people weren't there for the first episode. Mm-hmm. People was like, "Yo, the first episode cut on. I did as thought y'all had somebody else on the mic with y'all. Yeah. Then it hit me like, "Oh, that's mad." And I'm like, yeah, I listen to it. My voice is horrendous. Yes, you have, you have a different voice. It's unbelievable how different my voice is. It's just, you know, I, I, 
never shot away from. We we put the the preview on the, the thread the other day from me talking about it. It's just like I had real bad sleep apnea, so yeah. my passageway was like real fucked up, and that's the reason I was snoring real bad and everything. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when I listen back to like my voice, even like old IG stories and shit, like my voice is just crazy to me because it almost feels like it's something like clogging up my my windpipe. It was crazy. So it was like, yeah, man. But um, six years in. We're doing it. Yeah, doing it, man. We, 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 we are rolling. And, um, you know, we want everybody to come out, man, celebrate with us, you know, have a good time with us, vibe with us. Um, you know, one thing I've learned through this podcast is you can't sweat who ain't there. Exactly. You got to fuck with who is. You got to celebrate who's in the Because I, I ain't going to hold you. I, for, for a while, I used to do that to myself where it's just like, yo, you fuck with me and you know me and you just stand and throw me. Why? Like, why? What's up? And you got to stop doing it. Yeah, for sure. You got to focus on who's coming out because you will meet some cool ass, like how we just had shout out Rel, be abstract. We talked to him, you know, where mm-hmm. it's just like you meet people through this shit where I didn't know him before this. I didn't know uh, uh, who else is somebody we'd have met along the way who do work and shit with us. Um, Chris, yeah. certified, who did our, our photos that are like all these different people you just come into. Uh, 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 who DJed our last joint? Oh, uh, shit, because he was a fill in. Right. But he killed it. Crushed it. He murdered it. Motherfuckers like, yo, is he coming back? Yeah, he just got booked at Noto recently. Shout out to him. Um, uh, Gotti, something, something. I always draw blanks when the lights and the cameras cut on. I don't know what the fuck that's about. But yeah, man, you 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 go through this process, and it's it's very decent to see it get to this point where you got all of this going on, and all of these people willing to support and fuck with you. It's fun. Yeah, for sure. Very cool. So yeah, go to uh, trpe six dot event. Uh, DJ Downwell. Downwell. DJ Downwell. Uh, what's our uh, uh, caution? Is was DJing a lot of our events. Mm-hmm. Shout out to caution and shit. Like you meet a lot of dope people along the way of doing something like this. You yeah, know what without I mean? a doubt. We've met different people from different situations. Shout out to them over there at Forbes the Culture. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to just Vicky at NGTV. Just everybody. Like you just meet people and it's just like <coughs> decent to see us create yeah. this thing in philadelphia that kind of just wasn't here six years ago yeah and um you know through the journey like you said you meet a lot of people you interact with a lot of people somebody i want to give a shout out to that's been like a major just help and just being available to us all the time is you know justin uh justin emory the pie father had another great conversation with him the other day just talking about like some business stuff and some trends and some things to be aware of and you know advertising and all this different stuff man and you know he's somebody that's just kind of like always there whenever i need to get something done that we need to get something done he's just like all right cool i'll come to your house tomorrow and you know what I'm saying set the roadcaster up do this do that whatever whatever and um you know just always making himself a uh just make always making himself available and being a vehicle for us to get stuff done introducing us to people you know when he can and things like that and just believing in trp and the brand um even the guys at wildfire you know we were there for a while and then last out we was there for about a year or whatever for we you know really decided to break out and you know go full india whatever the case may be but you know all these different stops along the way have played a part in this situation manifesting itself into what it is, which is like a full scale, like media company. Like you said, we started a new release schedule this week. Um, you know, just all this different stuff and these different ideas that we have, man. And a lot of, a lot of people gave us opportunities to foster that creativity and that business acumen and all of that and be there to support us, uh, some more than others, but they were a support at, you know, a time or two. Yeah, man, for real, for sure. So yeah, go to trpe6.eventbrite.com. 
Get your tickets. Y'all got a couple months. We doing this in January. It's gonna be yeah. chilly. Got about eighty days or something you like know, that at this point. You can break out that shiny Montclair <laughs> and bring yourself on down. You know what I mean? I was Should looking be. at a Montclair the other day. I never, had, I never owned a Montclair. All I the told clothes. You I was, I, I I was gonna treat myself to one when I could finally fit one. I yeah. bought one last year and I wore it like twice. <laughs> and I'm just like two thousand dollars down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> down a fucking drain. I ain't getting nowhere's out of that joint really, but it looked nice. You yeah. Know what I mean? I got the one with the the say the Montclair on the hood yeah, yeah, dripping yeah. down and shit. I ain't want the standard shiny. Yeah, they you know. have a new one. Uh, it's a Montclair Genius uh, collab or whatever. I was looking at that's like the black shiny, but it's got like this uh, other type of logo that they put on this joint. Yes, yeah, Montclair Genius. Uh, this joint right here. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I'm like it's pretty nice, and it's like a, a pretty decent deal. It's like like twelve hundred or whatever the case may be. Oh, that's, that's very. Yeah, nice. and I'm like y'all should buy this coat, and I was like nigga rent. First, you know what size you wearing, Montclair? Uh, I'm not sure. I think a, I think a three. Wow, you're a little nigga. That's a yeah, that's a large. What size are you? A eight. <laughs> a eight? I didn't even know they made eights. I'm, I'm plugged in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know where so, I got that joint from? Just guess what Montclair store I got it from. Uh, like where they shipped it from? Probably like Vegas or some Fort shit. Fort Lauderdale. Oh shit! Yeah, the hottest place on the planet. <laughs> right. you know, yeah, like we, we got, got plenty yeah, of these. We got, <laughs> we got that John. We got these in abundance. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they got my favorite outlet in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, so I just got into the eight. Got you. But crazy part is, I put it on the other day, and it's a little big on me. So I'm just like, damn, I probably could fit a seven now. Right. Yeah, but not yeah, all. Yeah. So I think I'm a three or a four. I'm not sure because, like I said, I never own one. But uh, certain ones run very big. Other ones run true to size. It's literally like on a coat to coat basis. Because I, I, I put on an eight in another joint and I was like, all women right, in that joint. Get the manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want to pop this zipper trying to take this <laughs> right. off. Get the manager. Like, yeah. So, yeah, no, it's all good. In fact, not for the love of Miami at okay. Ball Harbor. Yeah. yeah, they shipped it from because I went down there and tried it on. Then I came up here and was like, "Damn, I actually do want it." Yeah, and now we was in New York and they was like, "Oh, we could ship it from the the Miami location of Ball Harbor." She called and the, she was like, "Um, yes, yes, we're trying to get the uh, size eight in the whatever the name of it was." And the lady on phone was like, "You know, a guy actually called the other day." Da, 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 she and the lady in the New York uh, Bloomy was like, "Yes, yeah, Matt Kane." And she was <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, Matt Kane." <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was all cool. I got that, John. But um yeah, trpe6.eventbrite.com. Yes, Get indeed. your tickets, pull up, have some fun. Uh I you know, I'm already seeing a lot of Ryan's going to be there. Yeah. That's enough. That's enough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, pull up. Like I said, man, we got about, uh, by the time y'all hear this, the VIP tickets probably be sold out. I think there's six as of right now, me sitting here. Uh, after my last peek at the numbers or whatever. Shout out to bro over in Doha, Qatar, Jules. He got he got two VIP tickets he's going to give away. Yes. And he's going to include merch from the World Cup, merch from Doha. He's already set everything up. Amazing. He's like, we're going to do some Jules trivia on the show. Oh, shit. As a way to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if nothing else, his DM might pop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if nothing else. You know what I'm saying? That's but what he was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> That's where he was going at with it. So, yeah, he's going to give away some tickets. That's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, man, like I said, it's, it's going to be a fun time. Without a doubt, man. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it's going to be our biggest show to date, uh, 550 people. Uh, once we, you know, lock it all up and, uh, 
you know, at this point, man, it's just been uh, it's been really encouraging after yeah. only being on self about, you know, a little bit over a week, about eight days. And uh, to see all of the progress that we had, especially like on the higher tier tickets and stuff like that. And everybody just like jumping on them, Jones. We got people flying cross country to come to this Yo, show, like all kind of stuff. Shout out to that. You want to do that? Yeah, for Can sure. You give him a shout out. Yeah, we got to. Yeah, we got to. We got to. Let me make sure I get all the information right, man. Because this um, is what real support looks like. And you know when it, when when you, when when uh when Chad told me I was like, wait what? And it's just like yeah man like that that's that's when you know you cutting through and you really got some impact on people. Yeah for sure. But yeah, he hit me up randomly <clears throat> on the DM and said hello Matt and Chad my name is Xavier I'm a 24 year old artist based out of the Bay Area but I'm originally from Jersey and Philly. Being completely honest I've been listening to y'all podcast for for a few years now and it helped me through so much ranging from feeling homesick and hearing familiar accents. Um, that aren't out here at all to help me build extra credit proper and put me in the headspace to become more financially free. Y'all are bomb. I put so many people onto y'all and even got my mom in cahoots too because she's a cross-country truck driver. She's hardworking as Shout well. Resilience her. runs in the family. But past that, y'all are super hilarious, insightful, thorough, and authentic individuals strive and aim to get uh, where y'all at with it. It took me a minute to write this because I didn't know what to say, but I had to give y'all props. Uh, also, I DJ too. Not like young people DJing, but tasteful, eclectic repertoire of music. That was funny. Mm. I'm going to try and make it to y'all live show. Flying cross country ain't the easiest, but bless y'all. This was a lengthy dissertation, but it's appreciated. Thankful for y'all. 510 to the 215. And just based off of that message, I seen it and I went through the message. I'm like, damn. And I hit him back and was like, yo, I ain't going to hold you. <clears throat> You in fucking the Bay Area, you want to come back here just for us to come to a show? If you cut, if you fucking handle your travel, whatever, whatever, I'll comp your tickets to the show. Yeah. And he hit me right back, was like, yo, I appreciate that, blah, blah, blah. I was already thinking about it. I just didn't know this, this, and this. But, yeah, I mean, if you're going to send me the tickets, I'm about to book my flight right now. He hit me so back with a confirmation, with some, and I blessed bless him with, with complimentary tickets. tickets. We're going to take care of him when he come in the joint. Yeah, for he sure. He's going to pay for nothing, everything on a boogie. You know what I'm saying, and we and, and we gonna show you nothing. But yeah, let me see the credit card, bro. Yeah, let me let me get a card real quick. I'm a man. Hey, gotta take care. <laughs> take care of your shit. So yeah, shout out to him, man. Like that was that was yeah. Cool our our Patreon support is like another level, man. We keep telling everybody to get on the Patreon. In terms of like you know the resources and um the information that's on there, the insightfulness, the levels of conversation is all the way up. Um, you know, on that platform, and we you know we we. This show, the the big show, is kind of is what it is. Like it's known mm. for what it's known for. We do pop culture recaps, we do cultural criticism and stuff like that. Um, we talk about certain stuff and everything like that. But on Patreon, like we get really down and dirty, really personal, really super duper specific on these different topics and things like that, and say things that aren't necessarily right and fair for like mm-hmm. and open for the mainstream media platform. I think it's kind of insane at how effortlessly we know how to do it too. If you really, Jules mm-hmm. was saying that shit the other day, like the Patreon episodes, like he's like, I look so forward to them. Cause I just know it's another gear that y'all are yeah. tapping into. Like he was like, I ain't gonna hold you. Like I listened to that Patreon joint you did. He was like, I straight cried. He's like, I, I honestly, there ain't no media out here where I can listen to it. And in the same one hour, laugh, learn, and like have a moment where it makes me cry. Yeah, that's some other shit, yo. Yeah, like, re- like recently during our viewers' choice uh, episode, the one that closed out October, mm. somebody just posed a question like, "Yo, where, um, you know, 
talk about, you know, how, uh, you know, like some hard times that y'all had and basically like transitioning from that to like where y'all are now. Mm-hmm. And the full range of emotion from me to him, my shit was more so like funny and reflective mm-hmm. and like just kind of like kicking myself in the ass. And Matt got really personal, really, you know, really emotional, like on a situ- on, the, on on his particular part of giving his testimony and talking about what he was, what he went through as far as like his weight loss journey and all of that. And just trying to, like, kind of, like, find himself, man. And that shit, like, touched and moved a lot of people so much so we cut a clip of that and put it out as a preview on the main feed because it's like, yo, we hit another gear on Patreon. You know what I mean? We give people more than their money's worth. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, if y'all just want to get on there and start small with, you know, extra two shows a month, whatever, whatever, I promise you'll see the value in that shit. And um, right now, anybody that wants to jump head first into it, we doing 15% all for yearly, all yearly members. Um, that's the highest amount of discount that we can offer. So we've gone yeah. full discount Patreon's or whatever. Like tripping yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they yeah. really. Here's what the people want to understand: Patreon really pushes like creators to get their money, and they just like, nah, nigga, look at it from this angle and get your bread. Don't discount your your product or cheat yourself or your time or your platform by kind of giving the house away, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, and. You know, our whole thing has always been creating and giving people the value for what they pay for, because it's like there's there's a value exchange here. There's a certain level of insight and intellect and personal effect and everything like that. And lasting um, lasting imprint we want to leave on people when they leave from our Patreon platform. So we make that conversation very thoughtful and insightful. And we're not just on there just rambling or grasping at straws or whatever. Every six, every single episode is very, very dialed in mm-hmm. and very topic specific. And we try to give people as much nuance, as much details and as much, um, perspective around in and around these situations, whether it's from an inside looking out or outside looking in perspective with these different topics that we cover on Patreon. And that's why it's behind a paywall. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, go to, uh, patreon.com slash official TRPE. You'll see everything. I did. It was cool. Um, patreon.com slash official TRPE to join the Patreon to get be part of that community. Like we said, they get first dibs on tickets, all these different things that we do. Yeah. Um, you know, unexpected merch drops and shit like that. Uh, and but what you pay is way more value in it than than what than what you pay in. All man. these people can't be lying. Yeah. Yeah. Hundreds just, of people. That's that's just really where I'm at. Like hundreds of people that are tell you, yo, bro, y'all help me get my. I told you somebody hit me and was like, yo, bro, listening to you tell what you did with your credit and things you did to send a third. I just got my first house for my family, yeah. my wife and my kid. And I'm just like, damn. And you don't even be thinking about it when you just talking your shit. Like me talking about the whole weight loss thing. I kind of was just talking. And I had so many people like, no, I'm going through the same thing. And yeah. you know, you sparked this and me and Jesus Christ and da 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 da. And I'm just like. I was high, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I was just high and talking. Got in the zone though. Yeah, got in the yeah. I was I was yeah. with uh, Haas and Carla last night. Shout out to them. We was in the lounge at the at the game or whatever. And Haas was like, uh, after that situation, he was like, "Yo, you you like you need a drink?" I'm like, "Yeah, I do." He like cutting the bar. We cutting the bar. I'm uh, I'm ordering whatever I'm ordering. I'm trying to buy him a drink. He like, "No, nah, bro, you you the reason I got this credit card. Let's use this joint." Yeah, yeah, like it's yeah. like stuff like I've that. I've had someone do that to me when I was at. Uh... Uh, uh, the W. He was like, he, I, I was like, he's like, yo, you want a drink? And I was like, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And he was, I was like, my man, you know what I'm saying? He run this joint pretty much. He, he, don't worry about it. And he was like, no, nah, like real shit. Like I got this joint fucking with y'all. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Same type exact joint and shit. So yeah, that's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. 
pretty decent. Yeah, you know for saying? sure. And um, the Patriot, you know, the show itself has become like uh, a resource to people mm-hmm. and like an avenue for people to come and hear people and the, of a certain age that are same demographic as them talk about their lives and their experience and all of that. The Patreon is that times a thousand. And the craziest part is we didn't go into the Patreon like, oh, no, this is how we going to bust them in the head. We just kind of just like we going to talk about our shit, like what's going on with us on a deeper level, on a, you know, more uh, personal level. You know, like what Kanye say about Jay-Z, like when I gave him uh, This Can't Be Life, he's like, I wanted like the more, you know, simple Jay-Z. Like I ain't want the, the you know, inside whole, like he's like, well, fuck, I'm going to tell him I'm on the train. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, yeah, it's like that. <laughs> that's what it is on Patreon. A whole lot of This Can't Be Life's and, you know. Somehow, some ways, and everything else. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty so, It's soul food. It's stick to your ribs. Yeah, it's soul yeah. food, for sure, for Whole sure. A whole lot of Big Mama yarn on that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, patreon.com slash official TRPE to join the Patreon. Live show tickets, trpe6.eventbrite.com. Let's keep the city pushing forward, like A Boogie say, like Ron from Uncut say, how we all going to win? Let's all win. Let's mm-hmm. do something decent. Let's just, you know, vibe out. Fuck with everybody's shit that everybody got going on. <laughs> Stop the nut shit. Stop the silly shit. Let's stop looking at each other with this nasty ass view that we look at black people with and just support what the fuck else everybody got going. Absolutely. Oh, last thing, live show, sponsors. We still are accepting sponsors. We got a bunch, but we could take a couple more. Um, I think we probably got like four or five more sponsor spots that we can actually take without convoluting the shit and mm-hmm. messing up the mission because everybody gets on-air promotion with their sponsorship package. Hit us on the email, officialtrpe at gmail.com. Sponsorship package is starting as low as 500 uh, up to three grand or whatever, and we got one package that's in between $4,000 or whatever. Every package comes with on-air promo tickets, marketing and media, and we will absolutely earn that money. So if y'all want to uh, lock in with us, sponsor the live show, sponsor the pod, hit us up, officialtrp at gmail.com. Yes, sir. Now let's get to it. Uh, the week in media. It has really been three weeks, but it's like, oh, it's like it's, there's been like, uh, they say like uh, Twitter has a main character like every day. In this particular case, it's like the, the the larger grand scheme of mainstream media and social media has had a main character like every week. Mm-hmm. For the last two weeks, it was um, Kanye West. Mm-hmm. This week, it was Kyrie Irving. Right. Yesterday, Kyrie got interrupted and it became Jalen Rose. And a lot of what's kind of like unfolding in the media and right before our eyes on television, on um on streams, on YouTube, whatever, whatever, on these blogs, is black males are being castrated in the media for being free thinkers, for going against the groupthink, for having insight or some form of, like, thought process different from the masses. Mm -hmm. And niggas are being made to fall on the sword immediately like in real time that shit i saw with jalen rose last night fucked my head up are you gonna have to fill me in because i'm not on twitter and i don't know what's going on with jalen rose i didn't know jalen rose had anything going. i never i love how detached i am from like nonsense i've never seen no shit like this before so fill me in the people so because i'm pretty sure it's people out there that feel just like me last night during the uh during the pregame show for uh the nba tonight whatever whatever on espn Jalen Rose, uh, Mike Greenberg, and Michael Wilbon. Stephen A. is corresponding from wherever, Stephen A. Ville, wherever he was at. So 
They're some talking UFC events. Yeah, so exactly. Do some work over yeah, there. I got to do some mic work in Yugoslavia. Yeah. So Jay, they're they're on they're <laughs> on the they're on the broadcast, or whatever, and they're talking about Brooklyn Nets being a dumpster fire, and then them potentially hiring um, Ime Udoka as okay. the head coach. They're like, yeah, Jock Vaughn's the interim coach. This, 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 and this. Ime Udoka um, is you know is like the lead candidate, whatever, whatever. But they're exploring all options before they press the button and figure out whatever compensation they got to give Boston to hire him, this and this. And Michael Wilbon is like, absolutely not. Fuck no, hell no. And for those who don't know who Michael Wilbon, he's an older black man. He's a he's like a literally like a legendary print writer, journalist, PTI, the whole nine. Very respected person in the media space. And he's not like a sensational person. No. But his perspective was take E-May out of it. Like this is not personal about E-May. The Brooklyn Nets have enough problems where they don't need to add another potential media problem or distraction. So that's where he's coming from. Like, I don't think this hire makes sense for the Brooklyn Nets. Any other team that don't have all this crazy shit going around it right now. Yes. Hire email. Please give them a job. Like the Sixers need email. Exactly. Yeah. Not these crazy niggas. Yeah. Jalen Rose is like, I res- uh, Michael, uh, uh, Stephen A comes on. I respectfully disagree. I hate de- disagreeing with Michael Wilbon. He's, you know, a, a, a big brother, a, a leader figure, da, da, da. But I'm just disagreeing because at the end of the day, Eme didn't do, didn't, uh, didn't commit a crime. He didn't break any laws, this, this, and this. They've levied this investigation, blah, blah, blah. It turned up nothing other than the fact that he had a consensual relationship with somebody that was married, that was a subordinate, blah, blah, blah. He's already sat down basically for going on two months now from when it, orig- when it originated. To now, he's been sent home, this and this and this. I said from the beginning, they should have fired him um, or dealt, dealt with it internally and allowed him to come back and coach. Right. Jalen Rose came on and okay. backed up Stephen A. I, too, hate to disagree with Michael Wilbon, blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing. They made all this hoopla about what happened with Ime and this, 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 and this, all these accusations and blah, 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 which to this point have become non-founded. We know what, what is alleged that he did. We know he was inappropriate, whatever whatever the case may be. It goes against team policy, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And we know his name, but we don't know the name of this woman that he had an affair with. And I still don't understand that because she's married and he's not. Right. They cut to commercial. They come back from commercial. Jalen Rose is by himself, niggas. Yeah. By himself, in front of a screen like this, it was like purple and red, like this okay. same sort of screen right here. And he's issuing an apology for the shit he said pre-commercial break. Hey, this is Jalen Rose uh, with e- NBA on ESPN. And I just want to issue an apology for what you guys just heard just now because uh uh, me saying that the person that E-Mail Doka was involved in the affair with, uh, her name should be out there, blah, blah, blah. After a lengthy, and he's giving this whole spiel that somebody didn't wrote up in real time, hit the teleprompter, say this, nigga. And when they came back, and they cut the commercial from that, and when they came back, he was off the telecast. Sent the nigga home. Real? <laughs> in real time. Sent the nigga home. I didn't know any of this. They sent the man home. Nigga, you're done. Oh, you talking about bitches need to be held accountable, nigga? Your ass is going home. Where where you live at, Michigan? Yeah, take a few plays off, cuz. Sent the nigga home, yo, in real time. This is crazy, yo. While you search for that, we have done 
so much over societal overcorrection and pandering to various organizations and groups and stuff like that. So much so we're pandering to people that probably aren't even our primary consumer. If I had to guess, I would say that NBA viewership, especially on a pregame level and all of that, is probably 80 to 85% males. Majority probably being 13 to 40 years old, something like that, with women being the small, a very small viewing minority. Yeah, you ain't lying. Yeah. Yank this nigga off television, bro. So with that in mind, we are now being tasked with being so careful with every single word that comes out of our mouths when we're on some big platform that we're trying to prevent offending somebody that ain't even watching. Yeah. That's where we are at in society. I said it on Patreon the other day. The Constitution is about to be out. It's out the window. In the next couple of years, they're gonna like you. They're gonna have to rewrite this shit. Yeah, I started the third. First is out. Yeah, the window. yeah. Second yeah. is well, Proud Boys and them holding on to the second. Yeah, they they holding on, on for dear life <laughs> for the second one. I'll give you another one. This happened today. And shout out uh, my man Radio Saheem for bringing this to my attention on Twitter. Drink Champs now has a disclaimer at the beginning of it. What's the disclaimer? Disclaimer. The primary purpose of Drink Champs podcast, in parentheses, ha- uh, quotes, podcast, is to provide a platform for creatives to express their personal views or opinions without restriction or censorship. All views or opinions expressed during the podcast oh are God. solely those of the individuals expressing such or view or opinion and does not reflect the views or opinions of Sean Combs, Revolt Media and TV LLC, or their respective parent and or affiliate companies, quotations, companies. When is our trucks going to be here? This shit is nuts. Like, it, it, it... Soulless media is crazy. This is on an episode, you know who the guest was? Derek Jeter. What the fuck Derek Jeter going to say? He owns the Miami Marlins. Yeah, what he going to say fuck? crazy? That little pussy was good. Yeah. Like what? Stinking bitch. <laughs> so I got this one broad, right? Yeah. Bitch from the Bronx. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in Washington Heights. I'm in the alleyway getting my dick sucked. Like what is he going to say? I'm going to keep it a buck with you and word to our Patreon is going to become that for like everybody in media where it's like mm-hmm. all your shit going to have yeah. to be behind paywalls. If you want to go on some universal platform, which now YouTube is Google. So YouTube is a universal platform. It's not just by pe- by the people for the people no more. That shit is out the window. So if you want to go on YouTube, you want to go on uh, Twitter, you want to go on Instagram, you want to go on Facebook TV, any of that shit, you're going to be heavily monitored and potentially censored for your words. Period. Across the board, whether you a micro creator or some, or you fucking Joe Rogan, somebody somewhere going to have something to say about what you got to say. Unless you're doing drill videos, you can do that. Shit you can, you can kill as many niggas yeah, as you, you want. You can do that all goddamn day. You can shoot a nigga grandma on yeah, the porch yeah, in your video, everything. Yeah. Nobody got a problem with that. You can harm as many niggas as you want. You know what I'm saying? You, but you keep that going up for the next 24 hours. <laughs> but as we've seen with this Kyrie shit, they're treating Kyrie like he made the documentary. <laughs> I didn't realize, excuse me. I didn't realize exactly what was going on with the Kyrie thing. Apparently, 
This is from my knowledge of it. Kyrie Irving posted a documentary that was for sale on, on Amazon. Amazon. Yes, indeed. And I, from what I understand, he didn't post like, yo, this is the best shit ever. He didn't say anything. He just posted it. And the NBA is up in arms about this. And I'm thinking to myself, like, yo, the NBA is a, is, is a partner with Amazon. Mm-hmm. Amazon is selling the damn documentary. Yeah. Ain't nobody hit Bezos up. For all of that, <laughs> why not just take the shit off Amazon, period? Because Bezos don't answer to nobody. Teddy Roosevelt ain't here to bust my ass. Yeah, because... So suck my dick. Jeff Bezos' <laughs> mantra is, I'm going to Mars. Them broke niggas <laughs> tripping on Earth. <Exactly. laughs> I'm out of here. I'll buy the NBA. Yeah. Keep playing with me. Wilding down there. But it's like, let's look at the economics of this. And here's the thing. There is some dangerous rhetoric being spewed in and around this large conversation that people are attempting to have about Jewish citizens. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. There is some dangerous rhetoric that's being announced. But for... We've reached a point where black men with that are prominent Twitter users are going on their Twitter saying that Kyrie and Kanye should burn in hell because they're the same as Hitler. It's like, all right, man, park the car, put the keys on the dashboard, and come out with your fucking hands up. Like, what are we talking about? And it's almost like they're sending niggas at the niggas to shut niggas up because that's the only way niggas is going to listen is if another nigga is saying this nigga's tripping. And it's like, at some point, we got to acknowledge that you can be dumb. Like, more than one thing can be true at once. You can be dumb or misinformed, but doesn't mean that you're trying to be harmful. And it's looking like, especially in Kyrie's case, he got zero benefit of the doubt. And their whole stance was, nigga, you going to apologize, and it ain't going to be no but or and or no other... uh, what do you call it? No other qualification attached to it. That was the whole beef was we need you to issue an unqualified apology. Not if you guys were hurt, then I apologize, whatever, whatever. I'm sorry if I offended you. None of that shit, nigga, you going to apologize and you want to apologize good because the commissioner of the NBA is part of that community. I, I just personally have a problem with us damning, like, like media damning a person for Something like this. When I, I literally went on OS Sports, which keeps track of all players' contracts, endorsements. Have you ever seen this website? It no. keeps track of, like, everything. How much they make, their endorsements, business, philanthropy, all of these different things, right? So I go to the Kyrie Irving philanthropy. He donated $1.5 million to WNBA players. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. He donated 323000 to New York City families during the coronavirus pandemic. All these different things, and I'm like... Somebody who does these things, I've I never seen Hitler donate one point nothing. No. He just gave 500000 to the Anti-Defamation they turned League. turned it back. Did you see that? Because he wouldn't meet with them. Yeah, they, they was because like, Because you got to bend the knee, nigga. Fuck your money. We don't need your money. You going to bend the knee. And that's the part of these conversations that nobody of substance is talking about. They just turning a blind eye to the shit. Did you see Chuck and Shaq last night? Kyrie's, they both Kyrie's an idiot and this and, and I'm just like, yo, this is why young didn't, black men don't respect older black men. This Charles, is why. Didn't Charles Barkley spit on somebody? And threw a nigga through a plate glass window. Like, like and this is the shit I be talking <laughs> they about. They said Shaq movie theater showed the motherfucking movie. 
Yeah. <laughs> Charles Barkley spit on a nigga. They asked Chuck about his antics back in the day. Chuck said, I ain't no fucking role model. What's wrong with y'all? I play basketball. Yeah. <sighs> and he's a degenerate gambler <sighs> on top of everything else. And, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say who or speak through the grapevine, but you're not being in casinos. He's a pretty terrible tipper. That's what I've heard. <laughs> right. But it's like, yo, it. it... But the only kind of women he deal with. Hmm? Yo, man. Yo, we're. we're... Can you say it? We're tripping. And I'm going to do my y'all weird right now for the week. And I hate to do it because y'all know I'm a fan of this dude. Y'all know I really, really, really fuck with this guy. Like, I I like and fuck with everything pretty much about him. But I'm giving it to LeBron this week, man. Like, you're the face. You're the king. Mm -hmm. Why, yo? Like, why? It was crazy. What happened to no comment? Like, whatever happened to Jesse? I don't want to talk about that. How how we get that far away from that to where you throwing him under the it's just yeah, even like, if it was something that you had to say hey I think his comments were I look I reviewed the situation his comments were a little misguided I don't think that I you know just knowing him I don't necessarily think that that's what he meant to do was offend people or blah 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 but I'm still learning about the situation done I freestyled that I didn't have that prepared yeah. I freestyled that. You got people, or you're an industry. You have people all around you that are paid to fucking come up with your talking points if you can't figure out the words or how to how to uh, eloquently say something. So for you to get on a fucking press conference and throw that man under the bus like that is crazy to me. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't understand what the apology is going to do. Because I know me, if I say something offensive... Just say I say something offensive about white people. Let me apologize to these crackers real quick. Right. I'm gonna go back to doing what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't change. It doesn't change how I it feel. Change how I, apologize feel. These I guarantee real quick. you. Uh, what was the ball with the Clippers? Uh, oh, Donald Sterling. Yeah, Donald Sterling. Uh, like, listen, we gotta. We gotta I, I know we gotta, we gotta apologize to these niggas real quick. I'm pretty sure Donald Sterling doesn't view Magic Johnson any differently exactly. at all. He's, he's still that basketball playing nigger. You know yeah. what he said? Call this PR up. Uh, give me an apology for these niggas. All right, yeah. I'm sorry. I came across a clip today um, of Lupe Fiasco uh, doing like a live podcast at this something called One Hood. I think it's in Chicago or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was like a seven-minute clip. And it's like the best shit I've seen on the internet in like five years. And in the joint, he said, he talked about the importance of like um, knowing what to say and watching what you say. And he said, I sit around white supremacists all day. Confirmed white I know they white supremacists. Who, who got Black Lives Matter shirts on because they watch what they say. But if you wait long enough and that new car smell wears off, the shit always exposes itself. But you have people, essentially what he's saying is, motherfuckers will go along to get along. Of course. To not appear as their true self, but eventually the shit always comes to the light. So, you ha- so to Dan's point... I'm apologizing because y'all want me to apologize and I don't want to fuck my bread up, but I still think how I think and feel how I feel. So what did the apology do? What did the apology do? Nothing. Somebody from the KKK had a black girlfriend. Yeah. Who don't like black pussy? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, that shit don't... I hate black motherfuckers, but she, she, she can't. Yeah. Her head is amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. it ain't going to change... Apology not going to change nothing. Y'all gonna parade, yeah, he apologized. Yeah. People over here saying, yeah, yeah, he finally apologized. Yeah, yeah. Then other people like, yeah, gave these little nut ass motherfuckers an apology. You back at square one. Yeah. 
So just let let freedom of speech be freedom of fucking speech. I just had this conversation with somebody yesterday, and I was about the Kyrie shit, and I was essentially like, I don't know. Kyrie made a lot of sense on some stuff, and other stuff he just wasn't as informed as he needed to be on. That doesn't automatically mean that he has any malicious intent. It doesn't make you so a monster. What he was, doesn't make you a monster. I said, and my whole thing is with Kyrie, he's still a very young man. He's 30 years old. You got at least five, six, eight more good years of basketball in you. And with that in mind, it's like from that point, you got the rest of your life to do and say whatever the fuck you want. So he should be mindful of the things that he shares or says or whatever the case may be, because when you operate within a corporate hierarchy, you got to play by their rules or they'll get you the fuck out of here. And understanding that he's playing on a one-year contract, he's trying to secure another $200-plus for him and his family, he should watch what he says. That doesn't mean that you don't feel how you feel. It don't mean that you don't think how you think. It just means that I'm just going to be more mindful of the shit that comes out of my mouth in the greater effort of creating and further establishing generational wealth for me and my family and me being able to be a conduit and give opportunity to other black youth and other deserving youth of the world. I just, I, I just don't understand the problem with you posting a documentary that you watch. Well, the, the, here's the problem that people came up with because I didn't understand it neither. So I went and researched what the problem is. And again, this is probably from somebody who hates Kyrie, so we got to take it with like a grain of salt also. But this is the list that they came up with. Lots of people here asking what the documentary Kyrie promoted was and how is it anti-Semitic. So here's a short summary. One, it claimed that Jews were responsible for the slave trade. Declares that Jews are imposters and that blacks are the real Jews and God's chosen people. Says Jews rule every industry in the world, uh, control every facet of society, and dominate the media. Quote, unquote, helping Satan deceive the world. Help also claims that racism towards blacks started with Jews and that anti-black racism began in Jewish text saying that Judaism teaches that blacks are cursed, proclaims that many famous high-ranking Jews worship Satan. This is the gist of it, but it also uses a bunch of made-up quotes and references fabricated texts from the protocols of the elders of Zion, which warned of a Jewish plan for global domination. The entire thing is abhorrently racist hate speech and disinformation disguised as a documentary. And Kyrie is a complete piece of shit for using his platform to promote it. So you see why I said we should take this with a grain of salt, because if you're trying to teach somebody something or inform them, you're not going to throw that in there at the end. So it's like this is the this is the balancing act and like the tennis game, the badminton game that like table tennis game that happens when somebody fucks up. In the name of trying to inform people, you still gotta make sure you throw him under the bus. Right. Which doesn't solve or fix anything. It doesn't strengthen your cause to call Kyrie a piece of shit at the end of this when he never made a comment on it. He never said, oh, hey, this is the best shit ever. Fast forward to 44, uh, 08, they really throwing them crackers under the bus. Like, none of that happened. So it's like we've reached a point in society where now we're allowed to hit the fast forward button to what we think somebody meant or what we think they intended or what they were really trying to say, or this, this is some veiled, whatever, whatever response to this or that, and just extract whatever fucking meaning we want and take something totally out of context, which is unfair and is wrong. I, and it's, it's libelous. 
Look at 9-11, right? It was a tragedy. 3,000 people died in that whole situation when the Twin Towers dropped. Now, what they told us was that this was an attack on America. This was a planned attack from Al-Qaeda and uh, bin, bin Laden to hurt American people, mm-hmm. right? You ever watch Loose Change documentary? Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while, but I've seen it. It's, it's one of those documentaries where you watch it, you get done, you're like... No, they're going to come get me for knowing all of this. <laughs> yeah, they're going to come get me for, for, for learning this shit. For learning all of this. <laughs> they're going to take my brain out. <laughs> Yo, it's an hour and a half of literally debunking every single thing that was told through the media. Yes. An hour and a half of just debunking every possible theory that this was some over there shit and not some planned shit here in the joint. I'd like to think that there are people on both sides of, of this joint. Yeah. If I go and say, yo, this document, if I just post this documentary, does that make me terrible or just mis- what if it's just a documentary that I watched? What if it's just me saying, hey, this is some crazy shit. Y'all should check this out and draw your own conclusions. What if? But we're not allowed to be free thinkers anymore. No. We're not. A- that's, that's the point I'm getting at with the Constitution. Like at one point you were allowed to just have your own thoughts and be at- honestly, you were allowed to share your own thoughts. That's kind of just. And if we don't was. fuck with it, we'll just label you as this crazy nigga over here and just leave you be. You but you can at least get it off. Look at all in the family and the Jeffersons. Look at Sanford and Son. Honky. Sanford and Son, he used to say nigga, maggot with an F, honky, all of that shit. On network television. On network, NBC. <laughs> like, they used to drop them Jones left and right. I don't understand why we've gotten to this point where everything you do or say is under this... This, 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 like, it's, I don't even call it a microscope. It's almost like, like this. Yeah. Like under one of these hot lamps. Yeah, you're under a hot lamp and, and you're being waterboarded damn near. Something I discovered last night. Shout out my man, Charlie B. There is on the U.S. State Department website, define, there's a section on defining anti-Semitism. And it says that the opening uh, statement is the Department of State has used a working definition along with examples of anti-Semitism since 2010. On May 26, 2016, the 31 member states of the International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance, IHRA, of which the United States is a member, adopted a non-legally binding working definition of anti-Semitism as its plenary in Bucharest. This definition is consistent with and builds upon the information contained in the 2010 State Department definition. As a member of IHRA, the United States now uses this working definition and has encouraged other governments and international organizations to use it as well. So there's like a seven bullet point, uh, seven bullet points of contemporary examples of anti-Semitism in public life, the media schools, the workplace, and in religious sphere could taking into account the overall context include, but are not limited to. So the first thing and rightfully so is calling for aiding or justifying the killing or harming of Jews in the name of radical ideology of an extremist view of religion. Absolutely. Anti-Semitic. Killing, maiming, calling for harm, whatever, whatever. We saw it in fucking, in all of the Hitler manifestos and Mein Kampf and all of that shit. And all of his propaganda was based around Jews having some inordinate amount of control. We need to kill them because that's the only way that we fucking control them. Right. Do you know what number two is on these bullet points? Making mendacious, dehumanizing, 
demonizing or stereotypical allegations about Jews as such or the power of Jews as a collective, such as, especially but not exclusive, the myth about a world Jewish conspiracy or of Jews controlling the media, economy, government, or other societal institutions. So I ask of you, the gentleman here in this, in this, in this uh, condo and the people watching, being as though the Holocaust is a substantiated and repudiated thing that happened. Eight million people died. Was it six million or eight million? I think it's six million. Six. Six million people died. You would think that if we coming up with bullet points on what is anti-Semitic, it would be after killing somebody, anything stating that the Holocaust didn't happen or this is a farce or whatever, whatever, or this is to make them see more sympathetic and da, 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 would be number two, if not one B. Mm-hmm. But instead the number two message, we need you niggas and you mother and you white supremacists around the world to get through y'all head is y'all not going to make no claims about us controlling nothing. You motherfuckers are not allowed to make any claims that we control media, the government, the economy, none of that shit. It's anti-Semitic. So that basically is all encompassing to anything you say is anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. And it's very important to understand context of why is this number two on the list? I mean, it's like the, the Jada line I talked about. Yes. You should do what we do. Stack chips like, just don't mention us. We are to and be I, seen and not heard. Well, here goes the crazy, shut your nigga mouth. Shut here, your white supremacist here mouth. Here go the crazy part. I respect it. Honestly, I wish we moved like that. Yes. I, and that was Kanye's point. Like, yo, I respect how y'all... I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I wish niggas acted like this. It would be fucking wonderful. I'm be jealous. Beautiful. But instead, you know what we get when we say some shit? We don't get a private conference. We don't get people pulling Kyrie to the side and saying, hey, this is the reason why this is dangerous. Da, 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 da. We get Shaq and Barkley going on national television calling him an idiot. That's what we get. It ain't no black unity. No. And a lot of this shit is rooted in fucking anti-black racism, which black people are the biggest purveyors of anything anti-black. Man, listen. And again, think more than one thing can be true at once. So being as though if, if what they said in, that, in those bullet points is true about what was in that documentary, Kyrie was wrong for sharing it. But he didn't make the documentary. He didn't give the documentary um, a platform past posting on social media. And he's not the one profiteering from the documentary. What is the? Is it still out? It's still out. Mm. It's still out. It's still for sale on Amazon. Because ain't nobody going to check Jeff Bezos about what goes on his marketplace. Because I don't, I don't, I don't even know what half this shit is. <laughs> like, I don't care what they selling as long as I get my 20%. Yeah, as long as I get my cut. I got an Amazon seller account. I ain't sold shit on it, but I got one. I'm, I'm going to look up this shit real quick. But to know that the IHRA and the United States State Department came together and said, yeah, you know what number two on the list is? Shut your fucking mouth. That's what number two is. Shut your mouth about us having fucking control. You know what I mean? Like, they've gone as far as, I read an article that basically said, uh, you know, just because someone is of the, uh, you know, the ethnicity doesn't mean that they ascribe to the faith. So anything that they did wrong isn't, isn't reflective upon 
uh, isn't reflective upon the the ethnicity or the religion as a whole. They're just like some rogue person that happens to be Jewish. And I'm just like, well, if a nigga go and do some crazy shit going to a fucking police station with a bomb strapped to his chest, they're going to be looking at all niggas funny, in, at least in that town, for the next however many weeks, months, or years. I mean, oh, well, yeah. he, Hebrews the Negroes. Hebrews and Negroes. Forty dollars. <laughs> An expensive documentary. Man, we got we need all of ours. We need all ours. Uh and, and one of those people <laughs> stole sixty-five billion dollars. I don't know I don't know not one black person that stole sixty-five billion dollars. The crazy part is this young got four four point five stars. <laughs> which is nuts. Talk about talk about uh penetrating <laughs> your niche audience. Which is crazy. How many votes out of that four point five stars? Uh, How many people gave it a rating? 1,285. 12, oh, that ain't no... That, listen, we got, we've got we been a podcast for six years. We got 601 ratings on fucking Apple, nigga. They got 1,285 on this documentary. Niggas is watching that shit. Because we got fucking probably six or seven million... <laughs> hey, man. The reviews on this show is crazy. Great movie. A lot of good information. Kyrie handles is nasty. <laughs> Kyrie handles is nasty. Great film, a lot of information here. Kyrie handles is nasty. What? <laughs> you, you gotta laugh. It's ridiculous. It's like <laughs> Oh my goodness, man. A lot of great information. Oh, Who's the uh, the, the director? <laughs> yeah, who created? Who made Richard this? Dalton? Richard Dalton. Yeah, Richard Dalton. All right, who does? All right, now now I gotta go. Ronald search. Dalton. Ronald Dalton. Sorry. Who the fuck is Ronald Dalton? Ronald Dalton. They, they ain't giving Ronald Dalton a slap. <laughs> <laughs> These reviews. White people don't know what's coming. <laughs> oh yeah, he looked like a nigga that that made that documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he does. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. Oh. Yeah, I can tell by the uh, I can tell by the thobe. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got another joint called Hebrew by Nature, but Hebrew by Nature is in the Naughty by, by Nature theme with the baseball bat. <laughs> Yo, man, ah, this is ridiculous. I'll, I'll tell you this, right? Crazy. There's a lot of talk and a lot of uh, thought process from different people, niche groups of people. About the we're the original Hebrews and blah blah blah. It's not. I just, don't get into any. I, of these I don't get into any. I don't. I don't I, have the. I don't have the information. I was born in 1984. Yeah, I don't have the information. But it's not just a Kanye and Kyrie thing. There's a sector of people that believe this. But I will give everybody here a task to complete. Go to Google and Google Hebrew people and see what pops up. It's gonna be some black faces holding the, the star of David. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. There's a whole lost tribe in Nigeria that feels like that they the original Hebrews and this and this, and they descended from Abraham and all this different stuff. And again, I don't have enough information to speak even beginning to be intelligent on this. I'm going the route LeBron should have went. I have have no clue. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But... This shit is too deep for me. It's out there. You know, like, the point that I'm making Drake is that we're <laughs> like, we about to get to that. Yeah, because this is getting too my, deep. My bigger point is that information is out there. This is not a rogue way of thinking. There are people 
who really believe this shit and live their life as such and stand on it. And they not standing on the corner with a fucking uh, karaoke machine spitting their point. They really, they really believe and been fighting for this shit. Because I knew that. Was, I, I just knew somehow. <laughs> you know it was I coming. Knew, <laughs> I could feel it. I knew somehow. Them, them I love when I get you like that. I love it. I knew them guys with that van and them bullhorns was going to come into this some way, somehow. I knew it. I knew it. I got you. I wonder if Nick, I wonder if them niggas be getting pussy. Like, I, like I, I wonder, like, I wonder if they be like, yeah, you know, baby, because I'm going to educate you, bring you to my way of life. Like, if that works. I've seen chicks out there with them, so I could believe it. Oh, yeah, niggas is getting pussy. Niggas my getting- bus broke down one day right in front Yo, of them. a lot of them be having, like, 95 kids and shit. Yeah, my bus broke down one day right in front of them. In front 18 of the, wives. In front of the, uh, the Hard Rock. My bus broke down right in front of him, so I, I had to listen to that for like an hour. <laughs> and it was like, it was like, you know, like it was like, damn, like that kind of made sense. That kind of then, it, then it was like a white one, and you know, the white ones be like, you know, they be like grand wizards almost yeah, yeah, and that yeah. shit. And he got on the mic, and he was just, and I was just like, yo, this he not even reading the, the, the <laughs> no, it's up here, no, because the other one was coming out. This, of the this, book. this coming out the ram, nah. you know what I'm saying? He wasn't a book with it. I'm from nah, the ram, nah. this from the hard drive. You yeah, know what I'm like I'm, he's yeah, like, I've read this a million times. <laughs> it was almost like watching like Hove or Wayne in the booth, like you know, like I get this in one take. Like <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, I don't need that, brother. Yeah, I don't need that. No, I, I don't need word. no script. Yeah, no, I, I am the scripture. I am the scripture. <laughs> I don't need I'm no scripture. <laughs> All of that. I shit. was born in it, not sworn yeah, in it. I know what yeah, I'm doing. Yeah, I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. <laughs> I you got know what this. I'm yeah, like I, you know, I, 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 all of it is too deep for me. I like, you know, remember? Uh, it's funny you brought up a Sanford and Son. Remember the episode where Lamont did the going back to Africa and he was wearing the dashiki or whatever? And Fred was like, um, Lamont was like, yeah, I'm ready to go home and get back in touch with my ancestors. And Fred was like, yeah, I feel the same way. I haven't seen my ancestors since 1965. And Lamont was like, 1965, is that when you think our people came over here from Africa? He's like, no, that's when we moved from St. Louis. It's like on Boys in the Hood. He said, "He's like, he's like, you, he said, you I'm ready to go see my ancestors." Was it on Boys in the Hood when Trey came up? Little baby right, Trey right, came baby up. Trey. Come on, we all, my dad told me we all come from Africa. He said, "I ain't from Africa. I'm from Christian yeah, Mafia." No, like that shit real. It's like there are some people who just like I, I, I can't even begin. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't know, have the insight or the or the, the the experience or the personal POV to get into none of that. And I know, but it's, but but I can, but I can to, say it's not a rogue way of thinking. That's and, all and I, I can say. And I know say. BF is going to text me a lot this week. Does he text you? <laughs> no, we just DM a lot. Oh yeah, BF comes straight to mind. I see, I, I see the capital B, capital S. That was for ferociousness. Oh, you still sleep? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, ain't oh, you need some yet. enlightening. Ah, I got to reeducate you again, huh? Uh-huh, you still sleep over there, ain't you? Like, no, this is one in the afternoon, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've been up since about nine. I got up at eight, man. I ate a healthy breakfast. Yeah, I, get, I get to it, man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, that's what we do here, try to bring light to situations. And it's just, at the end of the day, I'm a, I'm a, 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 a starch advocator for freedom of speech. I know y'all might not believe in that no more, but that's the first joint in the Constitution. And I personally just think... This social media shit that's got everybody fucking tripping. Um, We're going to get into the Drake shit this week with his album and uh, him and 21 album release. There was a point where you could just say what the fuck you was going to 
say. Mm-hmm. When Luke and them came out with they fucking music, you remember they literally went to like the Supreme Court fighting for yeah. freedom of speech in hip hop. We the reason we got the damn stickers on the like, CDs. When he went to Bruce Springsteen to use Born in the USA, he was like, ain't no way on earth. Bruce Springsteen was like, hell yeah, I'm all for free speech. Use that shit, man. That's what the fuck is supposed to be. You a human. You a free man in America. Say what the fuck you guys say. Yo, I'm following a bunch of these little... Like, Instagram... I'm starting to learn Instagram because I'm trying to do my reels and my uh-huh. stuff or whatever. It's a bunch of, like, Dice, Clay, Rodney Dangerfield pages with just all their clips, mm-hmm. man. And yeah, they would have got hurt back in the they day. They would have got hurt, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, now, they, all they shit from back in the day, they would have oh, got hurt. Yeah. No, they no. would have got hurt. They would have no set. No. They would have no set at all. No. A lot of the shit we saw just in our younger years, like, think about if Dave Chappelle started his sketch comedy shit now and did Clayton Bigsby. You ain't getting that off. You gotta go. <laughs> me, shout out. They would have sh- shut down the sound studio. Dog, shout out <laughs> my man. Thing. Shout out my man Chili's. We was in school because he worked at Chili's, so we called him Chili's. You know how that shit. <laughs> you you know get how, identified by you your know job. Hood nicknames me and shit. We, we worked at Chili's, so we called the nigga Chili's. Yo, we used to sit in class at fucking Lincoln Tech, and we would dead ass like recite the Clayton Bigsby Joe. He would, when he got on the mic. They, like it was just like yo, that shit was so fucking funny. No gooders, no swindlers, and they stopped. <laughs> How much time you got, buddy? <laughs> he said, "Fucking Colin Fowl, Condoleezza Rice." <laughs> so maybe you should put her on a plate center to Mexico, so the Mexicans eat her. She did all that shit. Seconds. He said, let's talk about Chinese people with all their kung fu and that ching ching chong talk. I can't you understand, understand you. you. <laughs> what part? No, <laughs> that Clayton Bigsby shit was crazy. He said, I'm looking for white supremacist Clayton Bigsby. Look no further. You found it. You found it. <laughs> He said, how could this be a black white supremacist? She said he was the only Negro we ever had here at the School for the Blind. So we thought it'd be easier on him and all other students if we just told him he was white. And it was black and shit in here. He got surrounded. He said, that. He said there's a nigger in here. Look at these boo nigger. He said, no, nah, Jasper, that coon was beating on my hood. <laughs> it was them beating on my <laughs> Like, yo. Clayton Bigsby would get that nigga straight arrested if that shit dropped nowadays. You just, it's just, we've gotten to a point where no one can laugh anymore. No, you can't laugh. You can't. Dude, we cracking up about some shit from 2003. Yeah. Literally 20 years 20 ago. 20 years ago. Like, we, and I can we, only enjoy it. Like, that's why I sent it to y'all. No, you, you can't even enjoy it. You can't enjoy it around folks. Oh, that shit is all. It's, it's funny. No. It's funny. No, it's funny. And it's like, yo, people, we got into a place of people not being able to laugh or be able to, like, Make fun of themselves. Absolutely. Think about even on when he did the racial draft. You remember he had the black pick, the white pick, the Jewish pick. The Jews pick Lenny Kravitz because right. he's half <laughs> fucking Jewish. Yeah. It's just like this is funny. He had the the uh, you know that was Angie Martinez who yeah. was the the pick for the. Uh, she's like we pick Elian Gonzalez. Everybody's like, like yeah no we wanted the picking before white people tried to adopt him again. <laughs> 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 like this shit was just stupid. 
That nigga straight was like, we give you Colin Powell on the only one condition that you also take Condoleezza Rice. If you take Condoleezza Rice, you have Colin Powell. It was like, Condoleezza Rice, give it away for our black people. He was like, very good, very good. You know, that was most deaf. Yeah, yeah, most yeah. Most deaf came back up was like, the black delegation requested a trade for Eminem. Said, you would have goddamn it, Rondell. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, shit like that was hilarious, man. But you do that today, you got to go through, you got to go on Good Morning America, then you got to release a statement on Twitter, then you got to sit with these people, you got to donate money, and it's just, it's like, dog, people think differently, they view shit differently, they talk differently, they, like, I'm going to keep it a bean with you. And I know I've referenced my dad and my grandpa a lot, but I have to because these are black men that I was just around all the fucking time. My grandfather was born in 1920 in North Carolina. He grew up in the fucking 30s, 30s. 1940, 1938, my grandfather entered the fucking army at 18 years old. That nigga went to World War II. He went to Dublin. He went to France. He went to Germany. He literally went to fucking Europe and fought for America and came back home in 1944 and had to live without civil rights for another 21 years. Do you know the shit that this nigga would say? Yeah. It was un... Like, seriously. I had white friends because I went to a white fucking Christian academy and then I went to a white high school. My grandfather, like, he couldn't believe it at times. But it's just like... Yeah, I didn't grow up in the... My dad had one white friend. His name was Tom. That was just one white friend. My grandfather had none. My dad had one. I had white friends. It's just, it's different. It's like, people are different. They have different experiences. They live different. They think different. They see different. I never am going to know what the fuck it's going to be like to go through Dublin and Germany fighting for a country that doesn't even give me civil rights. I'm never going to know what that's like. At all. At all. At all. I wrote little bits about the shit my grandfather would say and do, and it's just like, it's funny thinking back on the shit, but it's like, it's real. I remember when I was trucking, and I told him, like, yeah, I got a load going to uh, Tennessee. He's like, Tennessee? What you going there for? I'm like, I got a load going. Yeah, you hear me? Yeah, I, I, got, said, work. I got a load. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you know that's where the KKK started. I'm like, I didn't know that. I, I, don't, I don't know about open enrollment or none of that shit. Take this green book with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm going to drop this loose leaf paper off. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm getting it. He was like, what you going to do after you drop the load off? I'm like, I'm not going to any clan rallies. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Get to it. I'm going to get back on the road. Now that you said it, I ain't going to do it. I was going to get some barbecue, but that's I was going to get some grub, but it's like, yeah, since you're telling me to get on out of here. But it's like, yo, that's really how it is. Experiences and what you go through and what you see in life shape you. They mold you. It's, it's, none of us are the same. Yeah, you can't make, you can't make, one group can't make everybody see you one specific If that was the case, slavery would have ended in a week. Yeah, Yeah, like, it just, it's, it's not realistic. Slavery ended and niggas went through shit for another 130 years. Yep. Just to end that and go through fucking Jim Crow for another 20 years. Just to end that and then go through the civil rights movement for another 15 years. Just to end that and then have to go through affirmative action for another 15 years. It's like... Then to go through police brutality through the whole time. Through the whole time. Like, it's just... This is insane. Different forms of... It's going to be different forms of slavery every time. So we, so we so the last thing I'm worried forward. about is what somebody say. I told you when I used to be in the poker room, all I would call white people nigga just to be smart. Right. Because I know you say it. <laughs> I know good and goddamn well you're not about to walk in the house after. I, I remember, I'll never forget this shit. I felt it was this older white guy. He could play his ass off too. His name was Bob. I will never forget this. And poker players, they going to understand that y'all might not. I had pocket aces. I had pocket aces under the gun. I limped with the pocket aces. You like literally never do that no, with pocket. You, you, with you never do that with pocket aces on a full table. You never limp under the gun. Yeah. I limped, just complete asshole shit. I limped, full, full, full. Bob raises the shit. He fucking raises big, and I'm saying to myself, I'm like, I know he got a big hand because what the fuck would you do that for? Just in the cutoff like that? I was just like, 
we fuck around got like jacks or queens or some shit like that. I'm not even going to repop it. I'm not going to three bet it. In that situation, you literally all, Marv will tell you, you always three bet that. If you limp with aces and a nigga fucking raise it, you three bet that. No questions asked. I just flat called the raise. Me and him go to the flop. Flop was ace, queen, four. You flop top set, you always check that. Mm-hmm. I led out on it because I'm first to act. I led out on it because I want it to look like I hit my ace and I feel great about right, it. Right, right, right. Because I came in the hand on some goofy <sighs> shit with ace 10, ace 9, ace yeah. jack, some goofy shit like that. But I'm like, if he got queens, he got a set and he's dead already. Yeah. I fucking bet on the fucking flop with the aces. His eyes lit up. He couldn't wait. Yeah. I bet he jammed it. I, he, I'm talking about he jammed it and I snap called it. I call, turn the aces over. He was like, Turn ran, river ran, nothing. I'm like, I know I got it. I was like, yo, turn his hand over because it was a cold hand. Yeah. I made the deal yeah, to turn yeah, his turn hand over. That's straight asshole shit. Turn it over, he had queens. I knew I had him. I knew I had him smoked. Next day, and I, he got up, I mean, like, slammed the chair because it was a huge hand. Yeah. At the time, we were playing, I think we was playing 2-5. The pot was probably, like, 3,200 or some shit like that. Yeah. But I felt it him because he had, like, 1,600 on the table. Felt it him. He walked off snapping. The next day, I'm standing there. Shout out T, Terrence. We standing, me, Terrence, and Wade, we standing at the booth. I just walked in the casino. I'm talking to them. They like the, the pit bosses of the poker room shit. I'm talking to them at the fucking uh, the counter where you walk in. Bob comes walking up. What's going on, Terrence? What's going on, Wade? He looked at me. He was like, oh, there he is. Mr. Flat Call with aces. <laughs> <laughs> and we burst out laughing. And I'm like, you know what the best part is? I know good and goddamn well when he got this car and he punched that steering Called wheel. Called you every nigga. He did not call me an African-American. <laughs> I know it. That African-American flat fell to me. Yeah. I know he walked out. His wife said, how did your session go? Oh, this African-American played these aces beautifully. <laughs> no fucking way he said that. Yo, in that same uh, Lupe interview, he was saying how uh, he was like, I toured with Kanye. He was like, um, he's like, we did uh, go on a dark tour together. He was like, it was us, Chris Brown. It's like all these different, like, big NERD, all these different big black acts or whatever. And he said, Kanye infuriated me so much. He said, every night of this tour, he would go out there and say, white people, this your chance. When the hook come around and it say nigga, you say nigga. Don't don't skip it. Don't fucking don't replace it with ninja. None of that shit. You say nigga. And he said the shit would infuriate me so bad. And I finally had a conversation with him, and he was like, "Bro, I know that they say it anyway." He said, "So what I'm doing is I'm turning this back on their face to make them see how fucking ridiculous they are for saying the shit when they when we fucking not around. I'm gonna make y'all say it tonight." He said Kanye would make people see the hypocrisy in their true self. He's like, and that's part of his genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Again, shout out Clint. Clint had a bit that he did on stage where he was like talking about being in an Uber. And he's like, my Uber driver was white. And I'm in the back seat. We're riding down the highway. And a black guy cut my Uber driver off. And my Uber driver was like, yo, what the fuck, Tyrone? And he was like, uh, do you know that guy? <laughs> It's like, no, I don't fucking know him. It's like, who the fuck is someone? <laughs> like, like, I don't know why people can't believe that these things are happening or going on. It's it's earth. Yeah. Again, racism is what the country was built off of. It you, you it's 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 embedded. It's in the fiber of the country. Yeah. Y'all are tripping if you think this shit is never not gonna be there. Yeah. It's Chinese people that own bodegas and we still calling Poppy when we pay Thanks, <laughs> oh. Poppy. I told you, I told you, I walked in the Chinese store across the street from my depot and the nigga with a scully on was behind the bulletproof glass. <laughs> I got so scared. I froze. 
I, I'm talking about I opened the door and stepped in. He was behind the yeah. glass. I said, oh, they in trouble. <laughs> These niggas is tied up. <laughs> Y'all finished. <laughs> you about to eliminate a whole generation of folk. I, I said, dog, he taking them light up sneaks everything. <laughs> He was like, oh, no, you good, boss. Come on. I was like, what? And he showed the badge. He's like, yeah, I'm with l and We just doing random checks, whatever. You good. You good. They can still I'm like, man, I thought you was robbing this joint. First Because like, I'm like, why the fuck are you behind yeah. that glass? Like, it fucked me up that much. So I was like, yo, it's just what it is. We have stereotypes. Like, you know how they always say, like, uh, there's truth in every joke? Mm-hmm. There's truth in every stereotype. It's just what it is. I don't know why people b- want to believe that there ain't. Hey, Shit is mind blowing, man. Like, like if I go anywhere to eat, uh, fast food or something, they go, oh, which one, large? Dog. Dog. I ain't going with the, the kids' milk. <laughs> <laughs> that shit might not even be for me. It might not even be for me. <laughs> That's a large, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Watch my uh, finger. <laughs> But it is what it is. All you do is laugh at What Dave Chappelle said, um, he, it was in a, on a Killing Me Softly. He said he went into the restaurant and the lady, he was like, I'll have the, uh, the, the waitress was like, the chicken. chicken. He said, God damn. I <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, man. So it's just, it, it just, it, it burns me up at times to see the way people act when yeah, it comes like, to. Uh, me and Chad go to Red Terminal. We, we get the wings. They go right for the for the for the fried hard. For the fried hard. Uh, that's not what I'm here for. No. Shit is crazy. Crazy. But yeah, man, free Kyrie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he he's he's been suspended from the uh, He's been suspended for a minimum of five games. He issued an unqualified apology like they asked. And Sean Mark said, Yeah. Your phone is ringing too, Dan. Uh, he, said, he said, I'm going to... Uh, oh, okay. He said, I'm going to... Off, he, said, he offered an unqualified apology, and Sean Marks still said, yeah, but I need him to visit the ADL and do... And I'm just like, bro, y'all said y'all wanted the apology. Right. The nigga still got more work to do. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing about being... Uh, when you black in certain industry, you still a nigga, because no matter what we said you supposed to do, it's nine more things you going to do. Yeah. Or we gonna fucking continue this fucking suspension <sighs> indefinitely? But I want to switch gears for sure. I want to talk about some fun stuff. Uh, we got a we got another uh, we got another candidate for album of the year, baby. It ain't a conversation. Nothing has fucked up the internet quite like this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twelve hours <laughs> in, in a very short amount of time, and um, I think when Drake went into the studio, this was his whole thought process. This was definitely not no Gloria Stefan shit when it comes to that last one. At all. Are you playing something? I'm trying to. It's not playing. What are you trying to play? All Here. right. I'm finna get disrespectful in this bitch. You have, have look. Blue face. All right. I'm finna get disrespectful uh, in this <laughs> bitch. Look. That seems like that was Drake's whole, uh, whole thought process in creating this album. He said, I'm doing an album with 21 Savage. And I'm going to say the craziest shit I've been thinking for the last five years is all coming out. So, uh, as I stated on what's now become an infamous episode of Patreon, it's called Still Toxic, and I actually put it on the main feed. I can be a bit of an asshole. So I respect people's rights and abilities to be an asshole Mm -hmm. in different time periods. And on this album, Drake went full asshole. And... So far, this is who I know for a fact caught strays on the album. Uh, Serena and Alex, her husband. 
Meg the Stallion, Elk the Stallion, YK Osiris, Ice Spice, Adidas, and the rapper Drum, who made uh, Cha Cha Slide. Mm-hmm. And apparently, uh, we didn't know anything about this. Apparently, he caught a beatdown behind that record at the hands of OVO security for trying to press Drake. All right. Yes. He went on his uh, IG and was like, I don't know why the fuck this nigga Drake talking about this shit. That shit from five years ago. And it wasn't even you, bro. It was just security. He was like, I ain't going to hold you. This OVO security fucked the nigga up. They did a nigga dirty. You know what I'm saying? He was like, but what's up with the one-on-one, bro? Like, everybody is triggered about something that he said on this album. And that's how I know it's a good album. That's how I know it's impactful. And it's cutting through culture. And this shit going to sell a ton of copies. Because y'all are pissed. Y'all are so mad. And uh, on an album that's called Her Loss, I don't know what people expected other than like a bunch of misogynistic tropes and just nut dropping for 16 songs. I don't know what y'all expected. I, <laughs> I'm going to tell you why she lost. I'm going to tell yeah. every song. Every song. Bro. I'm going to tell you why she lost. <laughs> that nigga said, you know how niggas act when they can't get a reservation at Carbone. It's a chill night, baby. I'm going to just chill at home. That <laughs> <laughs> nigga was just talking said, for your for your birthday, your boyfriend got, got you, you a, a party, party bus. bus. <laughs> I said, oh. He said he got you a party bus. Long lines. You should have just came with us. That's the shit we left in 09. <laughs> <laughs> For your birthday, your boyfriend got a reservation at Hibachi. Uh, he said something about I haven't been there since Wayne was. Since Wayne. Uh, uh, oh, fuck. What the fuck is the line? Like, it's right there. Whatever. But he, yeah, he, he just, He's just dropping his nuts on every song. And um, it's this is as much of a. Uh, Drake featuring 21 Savage album more so than like a straight collab album I think we can say I ain't gonna hold you and I'm gonna go there 21 hung with him every song on everything 21 he could say the most basic bar and it's perfect, perfect. Yeah. 21 said she got on so much foundation she must be with QC yeah. I cried <laughs> for 45 minutes because QC's management company is Solid Foundation. Solid Foundation, yeah. I said, this nigga is crazy. Oh, that nigga said, I'm wigging niggas like I played in Kansas. (laughs) (laughs) 21 was fucking everything up. The amount of quotables on this album is is unable to count. Like, because every time you catch something, you hear something else. I want to go outside just so I can use some of them. They are spazzing on this album. Spazzing. Just acting like complete apes. Every song. Absolutely. From the first song. Dog, absolutely. I think you have to get 21 if you want to act like an ape. Yeah. I don't think you can do it with nobody else. On the first song, which is one of my favorite songs on there, uh, which is Rich Flex. My favorite. Drake did the fucking, uh, he did the old cash money chant. 21, can you do something for me? Uh Those of you that aren't like day one Cash Money fans may not get that, but all my people in Chester, because Chester is New Orleans, they gonna understand that. He did the he did the old Cash Money chant. He did the TI24's flow. He did the zero shit what he was singing. You hoes, all the you hoes. He did the zero shit. And then he finished it off with the ABC, GMC, B&E, that shit, Yo, which is like... The house is not a B&B. The house yeah. is not a B&B. I used to want a GMC back when back when Woe was doing B&E. Yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck yeah. is wrong when with this When he did nigga? the TI-24 shit, it was just nasty. <laughs> it was just like, come on, dog. Yeah. Everybody caught a stray on this album. The He's reached J levels of just like them one-liners that are like, wait, what? 
Well, middle middle of the ocean, that nigga said it's like an Ambler alert. The way I take her in the mall and she finds Tiffany. Tiffany. <laughs> it's just like, huh? The level of rapping on middle of the ocean is something that deserves its own thing. So we're going to put that to the side for now. Because that's like the crown jewel yes. of this album. But as far as just consistent, just quality, quality, quality. Uh, the, Meg, the, the, the stallion line that's got everybody in an uproar. How do you feel about that line? I love it. Okay. And I love it because it's a triple entendre, unintentionally. And Meg the Stallion having a meltdown in real time where she went through the seven stages of grief on Twitter confirms that it's a triple entendre because there's something to be said about the fact that logically speaking, the main thing through this Meg the stallion Tory Lane shit that nobody is, is talking about or nobody's exalted to this point is the fact that everybody in the industry know the real story. Yeah. And there's a reason why Nobody stopped fucking with Tory Lanez except Meg the Stallion, including her best friend. It's Team Tory in this matter because they know the real story and what really happened. And because of that, she has become a punchline. Nicki Minaj on her hit song, Super Freaky, Super Freaky Girl, mm-hmm. says uh, something, something. I don't have to ask for sympathy from the media. Like, I'm just like, Nikki's a fucking asshole. The shit with the baby, with fucking, you, you hating on me that was childish when I was, the day she was saying that Tory Lane shot, I was fucking on Megan Thee Stallion. Like, all of that shit, because it's like, once the real shit comes out that we already know, because Kylie and all these influential people were at this house party and know the real story of what took place, everybody's going to look back at it and be like, oh, so that's why. But people in and around the industry have all that don't have nothing to lose, like WAC 100 and others, have already substantiated that that's the case. That we know the real story, and when we got the real story, it didn't add <laughs> up to what her story was. So it's like, oh, fuck it, then it's, it's up. Like, what's whatever. And so for her to have a full-fledged meltdown on Twitter over a, a line that wasn't even about her so much so that now it is about her just goes to show you the whole hit dogs holler shit. Like, and she looks crazy. Yeah. She looks very crazy. And her fan base looks crazier. I saw this girl put a TikTok up and was basically like, Drake, um, he does this thing where he acts like he doesn't know that he's rich, handsome, and successful. And all he needs to do is just be rich, handsome, and successful and not be a fucking cunt. But he ch- and just goes on this whole diatribe and starts like, well, was Megan the Stallion supposed to have sex with you? And she didn't, and that's why you're doing this? Yeah, that's what happened. You're a little bitch. And, like, all this crazy shit. And I'm just like, ma'am, like, this is Drake. If you think Drake can't fuck Megan the Stallion... We're really just don't even need. We just need I, to I just, just think, delete this I just video. Think people are past just accepting the art for what it is. Like this is this is just good music. It's clearly good. You know it's going to be the number one album in the country. You know it's going to have six top ten records. Twenty one is spazzing. Drake spazzing. People have already gone into their John. Like 
I, I, this, I, I was waiting to do this. That nigga says, sidebar, Serena, your husband is a groupie. groupie. He claimed we don't got a problem, but no, boo. It's like you coming for sushi. We might pop up on him like Suzuki, Kawasaki, Sushi, Saki, the money growing trees like Shiitake. They tried to get spicy with me, so I wonder how they going to stop me. I'm really on a roll like Hamachi. The fuck you really going to do without me? For your birthday, your man got a table at Hibachi. Last time I ate there, Wayne was doing numbers off the cup like Yahtzee. And Paris Hilton was still ducking paparazzi. Quavo might have sent me a song called Versace. I really can't remember it properly. All I know is God got me. I'm sitting on large properties. Treat me like a newborn. Lucian not dropping me. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I'm going Pink Floyd. You niggas cannot rock with me. She could be giving me top and somehow she could be giving me head and somehow you not topping me. Niggas see the six God and pass and they high fiving me. Niggas need to be high six of me. Swear niggas high key sick of me. They wifey on me because I vibe differently. Feel like an ambler alert the way I take her in the mall and she find Tiffany. I'm like a cup holder the way these dimes stick to me. They should have been in a fountain based on what y'all wish of me. <laughs> Like, dog. It's God tier rap, like, man. Like, come on, man. Like, it's, it's, it's God tier, man. And it's only a few niggas that can rap like that. It's him, it's Jay, it's Pusha. It's like, certain, it's only certain niggas that can approach that level of, like, brashness. And it's like, he ain't lying. Like, <laughs> he ain't lying. Oh. Yeah, you can sit there and just, you can sit there and play with and dissect it over and over. You can just and go, catch, yeah, man. you keep finding keep little, little Jones where you just like, wait, what? Like, yeah, and you do that shit a lot with this album because it's a lot of little double entendres and little one-liners that just keep. Adidas caught a stray on an ad lib. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got the checks, but fuck Adidas. Fuck Adidas, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like, yo, he don't care. Like, uh, he, it's fucking Ye caught a stray. Licking with the eyes, bitch, I did that shit for J Prince. Yeah. Bitch, I did it for the mob ties. Like, yeah. Like, Ye having a whole nother fucking meltdown on Twitter because he heard that in real time. Somebody just, I guess Ye didn't, he didn't, he didn't update his content library to real time now. So he heard this shit when it happened. I'm just like, yo, man, this nigga's, he, he, he's on there spanking shit, man. Uh, I want to give Lil Yachty, uh, the most outstanding player of this album for these fire ass beats. And he did the art direction too. Uh, Yachty produced Back Outside Boys, Jumbotron Poppin' Shit, Pussy and Millions, and Privilege Rappers. Pussy and Millions is my shit. Travis. Privilege Rappers is that shit. Privilege Rappers is that shit. Yeah, Privilege Rappers, Rappers is that, is that, that shit. shit. So let's do this. Everybody, what are your three favorite songs off the album? Can I go first? I got like six, but go ahead. <laughs> Number three, I got... <sighs> Number three, I got... Spin about you. That's on my list. Spin about you is crazy. Spin about you is on my that, list. That's a groove. Uh, number two is Middle of the Ocean. And Back Outside Boys. It's just, I've literally, like, I'm going to tell you right now, if that song comes in top 10 because of streams, I know I got 60% of it. <laughs> I've played Back Outside Boys so many times, it's not even funny. I got. That's my jump. I got five. Um, I, like I said, Middle of the Ocean is the crown jewel of this album. I didn't even put it on my list. Mm. Rich Flex, as I just stated why. Spin Bout You, Back Outside Boys, Circo Loco, and Hours in Silence. Let me shut up about Hours in Silence. uh, Hours in Silence is so fucking good, man. I'm just like, 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 did this nigga read my journal, my iPhone? It's it's, it's phenomenal, and I I just, I already hate the record. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It just, 
Yeah. You it's know so fucking good, man. It's so good. Dan, what you got? I got Rich Flex, number one. I got Pussy of Millions, too. And then I got, I got Privileged Rappers, three. Privileged Rappers is just like, I hate a privileged rapper ain't had a hit since he signed. Like, that, it's just like, wait, what? What? If you go five, you got to go back outside, boys. Back outside, boys. That's that's my that's 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 a groove. Yeah, that nigga diss drum on a hook. Yeah. <laughs> Try to bring the drum to me. He ain't know the way that we cha cha slide. Yeah. Like, his hooks is like verses. They like bars too. Yeah. Like everything. Just... He's changing the format again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is definitely not the Gloria Stefan shit. No, it's from, not from the last. Um, I think it's better than CLB. I could be tripping. It could be recency bias. It could be more immediate than CLB. Uh, but I think it's personally better than CLB because from the onset, the production, the wordplay, and the brashness just punches you in the face. That's what it is. It's the brashness. It's 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 like no, remember when nothing was the same dropped. It's like in that same vein where yeah. it's like wait what? It, to where people are already having the debates like no this joint crazier than that joint. This nobody was really doing that with CLB. This is what everybody was looking for. Right. They wasn't looking for a CLB. It wasn't looking for. You know what I mean? Gloria Stefan and all that. He even addressed it on his journal. Like, people like, why are you doing techno? Like, I'm an international rapper. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like... <sighs> it, it's good to see that Drake is still making music that we care about and really fuck with. Yeah, because it's like every time we think, like, it's, it's over, over, it ain't yeah, over. it ain't over. It ain't over. Yeah. yeah. We start getting down, like, oh. And 21... 21 played Robin better than any Robin I've Man, ever seen. Listen. And and just I mean, well, 21 kept the Gloria Stefan album alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it wasn't for that, people wouldn't have went back and, and listened. I, I'm I'm going there, yo. And I somebody hit me the other day. Like, I can't wait for y'all to do like the year wrap yeah, up yeah, and the Jones yeah. or whatever. And I was like, he my, my man Chris, shout out Chris. He was like, What you got for verse of the year? He's like, You got uh God did hold John. And I'm like, that's gonna get a nomination, of course. Yeah. But I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. As far as I'm, and I, you know, peel the curtain back a little bit, we can do it right now. There are two verses this year that to me just stand out with like arrogance and assholeness. Cause that's what I care about the most. And I got two more, but I know what you're about to say. It's Jay Z on neck and wrist, and it's Drake on Jimmy Cooks. And I said that, and my homie was like, You really think so? And I'm like, I heard you with a shooting guard. Just let that nigga know. That I will have you course side, not, not the, the middle, middle rows. And, and that's <laughs> hilarious because me and Jules were sitting on the wood in Charlotte and a big name player in that game, his chick was sitting in the joint. And I'm like, and Jules like, yeah, you know that so-and-so bitch. And I'm like, why is she up there? And it'd be like, because DC's down here cost money. And it's like, yo, when you think about it, because we do it. Like when you mm-hmm. sit course side on the wood, these seats are three, four, five, six, seven thousand dollars yeah. And the organization, they don't own them seats. They're law firms and doctors and these people yep. and that. And they're like, yeah, we could give you tickets like in the 18th row of uh, club box. We like, unlimited yeah, club box. Give you those, Jones. You fifty of those. But like the wood, you got a bottom jump. Yeah. And that, that like, and it's just like asshole shit like that. Like I heard you with a shooting guard. Just let that nigga know. I will have you courtside. Not, Not the, the middle, middle rows. <laughs> All good love in a minute though. I can't stress about no bitch because I'm a timid soul. Plus I'm cooking up ambition on a kitchen stove. Pie start the bubble. See the suds. This shit good to go. Like, hoes say I'm suave, but I can't, but I can't get Rico. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I'm punching in the face. <laughs> I can't get Rico. Hoes say I'm suave, but I can't get Rico. <laughs> Bro, think he John Wayne. I bought a yellow stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
verse is crazy. And then to cap it all off with, love the way they hang, babe. Fuck the silicone. Everybody fake now. You can crack the code. Bust down everything. Set in rose gold. I dread talking to these niggas. Like, like I'm J. J. Cole. <laughs> I'm like, there is no way on earth that is not nominated. What were the two other ones you were thinking about? It's two future verses okay. from the Boston Richie album. Okay. The uh fucking Ru- the Russell uh uh the I can still smash you on C. I got two fifth on me like the quarterback of the Chief. I'm Shit, in the field future with no Maybach peaks. verse. Got to go on there. That was last year. What? Yeah, Damn, that was last year. year. Yeah, Doug then went and did six months in jail. Oh, okay, came home. Yeah. And um and then it's a, and then the other Joan on Boston Richie album old trapping ass nigga you ain't never put on no oh, ice yeah. when I was old, when I was older putting uh, uh, what's up rocking Gucci all my life he, I got my Prada mask on fuck your bitch free poo shiesty <laughs> 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 I love asshole shit yeah, I love when like, and and Jay neck and wrist verse which is honestly like I still got a couple months to figure this out. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I think Jay-Z has, without a shadow of that, even if I don't give verse of the year to Jay for neck and wrist, I think that the phase I'm on is love. I wouldn't believe it either. That's the best line of the year. Bar none. The phase I'm on is love. I wouldn't believe it either. I'd be like, Jay-Z's a cheater. I wouldn't listen to reason either. All I know is he's a felon. How is he selling? Like, it's... <laughs> Those are two good ass verses, man. Those are two phenomenal ass verses. And it's like I'm looking at the, our. We got feet, some good music this year. Yeah, right? our, our verse. Like, we had to dig through shit yeah, to get to shit. it. Yeah, but but like for our verse feature of the year, our running Joan is Future got two, Jay Z got two, Drake got uh, Drake got two because Churchill Downs also, mm-hmm. um, and then Cardi B on tomorrow too. Cardi B smoked that Joan. I gotta give. I her ain't gonna hold you. I, I I would nominate Jeezy on um what's his name new album. Oh, uh, ESTG. ESTG. That's on the list too. Like, That's on the list too. Yeah. The Rillas. You know, it, it was some good. It was some good ass verses this year. Some really really good ass. Jeezy verses. got another good ass Joan on uh on my Detroit nigga on Baby Money album. This shit all off the. He said this shit all off the muscle. It ain't come from no te- ain't come mm. from no label. Half a million on the, in the kitchen taking up the whole table, yeah. like. Jeezy came back with a vengeance. On his album, he had some shit like that. Hove half it. What do you say? Hove 500 verse. Took it right off the wall. Yeah. <laughs> 500 for a verse. Took right. it off the wall. Yeah, we got some good. We definitely got some good rap this year, man. For yeah, sure. Yeah, I love sure. that that asshole. And I think that's why I came around the push and became such a push fan in recent memory. Like, just if you ain't energized like the bunny for drug money or been paralyzed by the sight of a drug mummy. This ain't really for you. Like it's like that's good asshole shit. I, I it just I respect somebody being a jerk because that's what made us love Jay Z. Yeah. yeah, that's what made Jay stand up. Was like Nas is lyrically just you can't catch him. Fucking who else was having DMX? Yeah, you know, he was just as hard as you could possibly. But Jay would get on tracks and just like. I know niggas ain't fronting like I'm a clown or something. Like I it just he just had an asshole yeah. way about it. And it was effortless. 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 Just a highway exit that we exit off. No X and all. No X involved. Like he was just like a complete jerk. And I respect that type of shit. So I like seeing this album where Drake and, and 21 are just being jackasses for 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 21 for 16 zones. Yes. Did you see the Howard Stern Joan they did? Yeah. That they, was hilarious. They trolled the whole the rollout. Whole Joe, yeah. They did the fake Vogue cover. Mm-hmm. They all the traditional shit that niggas do to sell albums. They did it all. What's your favorite porn category? Oh man, fucking top brain. <laughs> like, you know, 
They're the superstars. <laughs> but he said he had a line on me. He said, I never voted. He said, I never voted once. But if I did, I'd vote, vote for, for Tiana, Tiana Trump. Trump. Yeah. I don't know who the president <laughs> is. I never voted once. If I did, I'd vote for Tiana Trump. Like, that shit real. So it's a very, very good album. I'm, I'm, I'm liking it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Minus her loss. I mean, uh, minus uh, Hours in Silence. It's, it's a great album. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, he'll just delete the song right now. Uh, not fucking with Hours in Silence no more. The, um, but yeah, it's a very good album. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what else happened this week? Uh, I think that was all of the big stuff, man. No, it was... Oh, oh, the scarcity shit we yeah, talked about. Let's, let's, yeah. let's wrap with that. Get a little, little serious. We had a conversation the other day in my apartment... That I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> we kicked we kicked off a conversation and then we immediately went into a Patreon episode. Right. And we and didn't we like, really, we'll table this. We'll table this. For later. For later. And we were just talking about like, you know, we talked about the abundance mindset in detail on a regular feed and on Patreon. But we didn't really get into like the scarcity mindset. Mm-hmm. And the fact that um, a lot of people's success or lack thereof is tied to a scarcity mindset. Yep. And the way people view others in their success of the end result, not taking into mind the work that people put into to, to spit these um, measures of success out on the other end. Right. And um, we were the specific point that I was making was kind of like, you know, when you black, you under a microscope from other black people before you even get to like any type of worldview of you. And when you achieve certain shit, because people have a scarcity mindset, they start to identify you by your material possessions by your, uh, and by your, your, by your stuff, by your stuff, as opposed to looking at the totality of the work you put in to get this stuff the credit work that you put in, the hours at work that you spent, the saving that you had to Mm -hmm. do, the strategizing and understanding credit limits and debt-to-income ratio and all of this stuff that you might have had to do or the sacrifices that you might have had to make in order to acquire something. And the example that I use is like, you know, when like you get a car or whatever, you become so-and-so with the Benz or so-and-so with the BMW. Mm And it's like, we're the only ones that do that shit. You yes. become Mike with the Cuban or, oh, you know, so-and-so with the skeleton. Yeah. Like, shit like that. So-and-so with the bus down. With the bus down. Like, it becomes, like, shit like that. So much so that we identify ourselves sometimes in that manner. Like, these social media personas and stuff like that that people create for themselves identifying themselves by their stuff. Exactly. Because they want some higher level of recognition and the separatism that they create between them and everybody else, because look, I got this stuff. These niggas don't have it. I'm better than them. And it's that sort of shit. And it's like, nah, like none of us are really better than any, any of us. And it's like, at some point we got to just get back to a a basic understanding of your character is what defines you, how you treat people, how you interact with others, your leadership, your charity. Um, I mean, I'm going to keep it a buck with you though. It's, 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 I'm going there. It's impossible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because. But, but in an ideal world. We live in a world where you know it because you've been around it. Niggas talk a little differently when they got their jewelry on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Niggas, niggas act a little differently when they drive a certain car. Niggas act a little. like I, You know, at the end of the day, 
I've been going to basketball games for a long time. And, you know, we go to these games and, you know, we have fun, do our little thing, sitting courtside and sitting on the wood and all this shit. And I watch people where they'll come and take pictures on the wood and not even sit on the wood. Yeah. And it'd be like, what the fuck is this? Have you noticed that? Yes. Have you noticed that people... Have That's a big to, thing. Have you noticed that people legit, like, don't even like showing... Off, like, they don't even like posting pictures unless they're sitting in a certain situation. Mm-hmm. Or, have you noticed that? Yes. Like, I notice it, because I notice a lot of shit. I'm one of them people. I, I go to the ninth level of thinking <laughs> sometimes. But a lot, of, a lot of things resort back to what you're saying right there, the scarcity mindset, where it's like... M. Night Shyamalan isn't courtside, courtside cuz. And I had to check myself with that shit. Like, how the fuck am I courtside cuz and M. Night Shyamalan not? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I've never seen Jack Nicholson post a picture like, yeah, courtside cuz, nigga, out here. Living. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> niggas ain't on this. On these niggas. <laughs> fuck wrong with them. But that's what we become at times in ourselves. And then you got people who will turn around like, I've recently had people like, to me, like, oh, what's up, season ticket holder? And it'd be like, Oh, what is that? What? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Like they address you by that. Seriously. Yeah. It's annoying. It dog. It's annoying. And I hope two people in my family get like whips and literally got called Oprah. I'm like, what? <laughs> I had people say that shit to me. What up, Oprah? I walked in the deep. What up, Oprah? Hey, can I get a ride? Yeah, nigga, 7310 down there on lane six. <laughs> <laughs> Take it on the street. Oh, shout out, Ro. Yo, Ro from my depot. This nigga posted a video the other day. He said, man, these motherfucking kids, man, they, they, they something else. He said, I picked the kids up. I picked them up every day. This young boy gets on the bus. Don't never got his school transpass. Don't never want to pay. He's like, today I just had enough. And I told him, young boy, you, you got to put something in the box. He's like, you know, you right old head. I be drawing and shit just walking past. Like, I, I, I'm better than that. Like, I'm going to put something in the box. I got you. He's like, he go back to the joint. I see him like writing shit down. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? He said, this nigga ripped a paper out of a notebook, wrote something on it, and came back up and put it in the fair box. <laughs> so he put something in <laughs> Sick ass kids, man. He's like, I had to respect this shit. <laughs> Probably wrote something on it. He wrote, he wrote something <laughs> on it. That's, that's what he wrote. He wrote something on a piece of paper and put that shit in the fair box. I'm like, God bless you, man. <laughs> God bless you, man. <laughs> Fucking kids, I'm so ridiculous. But yeah, man, that, that, the abundance versus the scarcity shit is wild. When you really get into like reading about it and, yeah. and, and it's crazy because you just going around and talking to certain people and being around certain things and just seeing certain, you, you realize like, this is, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? This is geographical. Yeah. It's super geographical. Yeah, geographical, geographical, sorry. Geographical is communal. And it's like, we, like, we, we got the market cornered on the shit. Oh, man. We ain't the only ones, but we got the lion's share of the market share. Like, if Nike is the market leader in, in, in sneakers and apparel sales, we are the market leader on scarcity mindset, black folk. 
we got that shit down, down fucking pat. You know what I'm saying? So much so that it leads to jealousy and envy and all of that shit. And it's like I had a conversation with somebody the other day, and they was like, yo, man, I really had to, like, shift my life and change my mindset. They was like, the younger me be like, oh, yeah, it might take you six months to get it. it take me six seconds to take it. Like, that sort of shit. And just like, yo, I had to realize, like, yo, I'm on some bullshit. Like, I, I was just thinking and approaching life wrong and just having the wrong influence around me as, like, a younger person thinking, like, that that shit was cool. And it's like, nah, it's no sense of accomplishment and taking somebody's shit or mm-hmm. harming somebody to get some, like, fucking material fucking possession that ain't going to be worth nothing or I, or or that, that that doesn't mean as much to me as it does to the, to the person that I took it from. Like, that shit is ridiculous. And it's like, yeah, like, it takes a lot of us a long time so to a understand. Nice, a, a nice-ass robber. Yeah. yeah. Nice-ass crook. Yeah, he like, a, he like a whole entrepreneur businessman yeah. now. You know what I'm saying? He turned his life around. But it's like it's like that sort of shit where it's like, yo, we got so many growing up in in, in urban environments and in the hood, you got so many negative influences, so many ways, so many right ways to do the wrong shit. Niggas that give you 34 right ways to do some wrong shit, mm-hmm. whatever. As opposed to just like, nah, man, like what you really want to do is this and that, like showing people fucking entrepreneurship, starting fucking businesses, the value of fucking work, fucking, er- fucking earning a fucking dollar industry that you can get into where you can fucking come out with limited debt and make a lot of money, like shit like that. We just lead up. We lead us wrong so much that it leads to a lot of the dire situations the, and consequences. A, a lot of and, the small fires come from our big fires. Exactly. Exactly. It's like a trickle down. Yeah, and and, and it's, it's wild to see when you really sit back and you think about like you spoke about when you got the uh, the AP, how that became like a thing to where like... Uh, my jeweler hit me and was like, yo, um, yeah, some guy came in here. He was like, I know him a little bit. He never really bought nothing from me. He was like, some guy came in here and was like, yo, this is light skin boy. He's behind the bar at Vanity and he had this fucking AP on and that shit was busting and it's like, I didn't want to say nothing to him but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I seen him on the gram before. I think he shot with you. Like, you did that, Jones? Like, all of this just to ask Danny if he made the watch. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, yeah, that was strange. He was like, nah, but he ain't like nobody or nothing like that. He ain't on no bullshit. He was just like, I just thought it was strange, like the way that he was just going about it, just trying to like get to just asking what he wanted to ask. You know what I mean? And just like, it, 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 it just turned into like a whole me- weird, like mess of a situation where it was like, you know what? I'm going to sell this watch. This is too much. You know what I'm saying? When I sold it, AO was the first person who was like, yo, I'm glad you sold that shit because I thought somebody was going to kill your motherfucking ass for that. Jones like, because that's the mind frame of like the, that we come from where it's like, oh, that nigga got what? I mean, I take that nigga shit. And it puts us as people who work hard in weird situations where you almost have like guilt. Or even remorse in treating yourself to yeah survivor's remorse yeah you you have like this thing where you just like am I doing too much yeah I, I should, should I have done that I shouldn't buy this like am I tripping and I've had them them thoughts recently like you know what I'm saying just doing certain things or going certain places and you know even posting certain things like yo am yeah. I doing too fucking much or am I just having fun or am I am I enjoying life or am I is it is it a stunt that and here go the crazy part you got people who do in other cultures and other places who do way more shit than us. Like it's people who got like watch collections that are just like we talked about on Patreon. We talked about the best yeah. watch collections and entertainment. Like there are people who just it's not even a question. Like they got everything. Yeah, there was a video, I think it was like a she was like a chic or something like that and he made a video and we ended up on Instagram one and watch pages whatever and he was like where can where 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 in the world can you wear uh you know wear a half a million dollar timepiece like and you know that you're safe and nothing's going to happen to you. 
nowhere. Come to the Emirates. Like, it was like that sort of shit. And it's like, yeah, it's like that shit is the norm. Everybody got date, rainbow Daytonas and skeleton APs and mm-hmm. Richies and all of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got it because everybody's rich. Mm-hmm. Nobody's tripping. I've been watching the show uh, Dubai Bling on Netflix. and I've seen it. I didn't click yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting, but it's messy. It's messy as fuck. And it goes to show, like, mess knows no culture, yeah. no bounds. Like, <laughs> mess is everywhere. Mess is international. <laughs> mess is international. Yeah. And, um, you know, on, but the inspiring part about it is you got multiple people on there in different fields. A, a woman in real estate, she's bad as fuck, too. She. Oh my goodness. And then another guy that's a radio host or whatever that's like that came from other places and settled in Dubai. And they're like, yeah, they both like, yeah, we came here with like three to six hundred dollars. Like, and now we multi-millionaires. You know what I'm saying? To where it's like, yo, this is like a place where people literally come and just create industry for themselves and create wealth for for themselves and for their families and shit like that. And it's like, yeah, as much as like America has been touted of like a place that uh like that you still have other factors on the other side of your success that you got to worry about that doesn't exist in Dubai and Saudi and in the Emirates in general. Like, as far as, like, the crime element or somebody, like, trying to harm you for your stuff. Shit, like, you know, it's, getting, it's going down in, like, London and all that shit right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you show any signs of wealth in London right now, you are going to get robbed or tried. They're, they, these motherfuckers are doing, like, pirate like a like attacks like on motorcycles and shit jumping on people cars and like trying to break the windows and take watches and carjack people mm-hmm. crazy shit like that shit is going down and it's really like not no boy nico yeah nico Leonard. Like, yeah i'm in london right now i got on an apple watch <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going through this shit it's going right. the fuck yeah. down it's uh, going down you know what i mean and because that nigga has everything everything and the thing is it's, be- it's because this chasm between rich and poor is so pronounced that the poor people are like, there's nobody coming to save us. We might as well just rob all yeah, the rich people. We might, demolition men. How do we cut mentioned. how do we cut the margin between rich and poor? We'll just rob y'all. Y'all won't create no opportunity for us. Y'all won't create no economies for us. Y'all won't create no systems where we can rise up out of this poverty. We will just take your shit. We will punish you for being rich. Right. And that's what the fuck is going on. And it's super duper pronounced in London. It's trickling into Paris. Um, a lot of different places, man. Like, you cannot enjoy your stuff. Like, motherfuckers will bust you upside the head with a blackjack and take right. your shit in broad daylight. Absolutely. They have no problem with doing so. Yeah. You got anything else you want to throw in there? Uh, no, nah, not really, man. I appreciate y'all rocking with us once again. Um, <laughs> what? Appreciate y'all rocking with us once again. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, we'll have we'll be back for Patreon later this week. Uh, look out for Throwback Thursday. I'm not sure what episode we're gonna put up for Throwback Thursday this week, but we're gonna drop another one. And uh, we're gonna keep these Patreon previews rolling, man. If y'all not on Patreon, get on Patreon. Um, if y'all not subscribed to the YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, you know everything at this point is uh we got a handle now on YouTube is just TRPE so you can go to youtube.com slash at TRPE come page come right up you can search TRPE the channel comes up make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube make sure y'all like every video share every video man we're trying to grow this thing you know and get a foothold in that community the coal. <laughs> I grabbed the coal and that shit broke like when I pinched it got a lot going on over there other than that man uh watch Eagles live November 20th hosted by TRPE get y'all tickets at Eagles watch live Dot com uh, live show coming up January 22nd, 2023. First of its kind at Noto with your boys. 
Make sure y'all uh, grab y'all tickets to that. The VIP tickets are probably sold out by now, so buy your reserve tickets. Uh, you know, once all of these individual, you know, bracketed tickets sell out, it's just pretty much going to be all GA left. But, again, it's not a bad seat in the house, and it's nothing wrong with buying GA tickets. So if y'all going to pull up on us, make sure I grab y'all tickets sooner than later. I think this show, I'm predicting this show is going to sell out before Christmas. Yeah, I think so. Just at the pace that we go on. I think it's going to sell out before Christmas, and our marketing rollout is December 1st. So just make sure, you know, if y'all want to attend Hopefully the show. We can sell out before December 1st and keep our keep the marketing budget. <laughs> yeah, keep the marketing budget. Yeah, uh, uh, still a couple sponsorship slots left. Uh, I'll be sending some mass text blasts out to a couple of my friends or whatever. Get on board. Shout out to all the current sponsors, Hennessy, DTLR, SLX Studio, DJMC, Global, The Sandbox, One Fam Radio. We got a couple more in the works, man. If y'all want to sponsor us, hit us up on the email, officialtrp at gmail.com, or hit the website, officialtrp.com, and put uh, a request in through uh, the submission box, and we'll get right back to you. Holla back. Peace. Peace.